0: Bam, we're live. John, good to see you. Likewise. You look the same since the last time I saw you. You didn't even get any older. That's a good thing, right? Yes, you should be maturing. (laughs) Can you grow facial hair?
1: I do grow facial hair, but it doesn't grow in like Brian's, so I shave every two
0: weeks. Uh, what's the weather like? What What are you guys doing for weather there? Is Chicago getting destroyed?
2: No, it's sunny and 30 degrees. It's beautiful.
0: Wow. How about you?
2: Where Where are you, John?
1: I'm in uh, Houston.
0: Oh, what are you doing there? I thought you lived in, like, Iowa or something.
1: <laughs> no, I moved to uh, Katy, Texas. So it's right by Houston. For work? Um, uh, for life.
0: Your wife made you move?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, she got a her job here, and so... Oh. I followed her. You like it? Yeah, I love it. It's 70 degrees over here.
0: Didn't you just buy a house where you where you lived?
1: No, we bought a house here.
0: Oh shit. Is that a good spot, Caleb? Where's Katy, Texas? It's a good spot. I've been there. You have? What what were you doing there?
2: I have friends that live near there. Most of my best friends live in the Woodlands, which is in the same conference.
0: It's but- north Houston
2: conference
0: you're such a sports guy no one refers to geographic areas as, as conferences conference same conference same conference you're a scientist you'd been like oh yes i've been to that tectonic plate oh okay you live in houston mm-hmm. wow that is south <laughs> yes sir. well i woke up this morning to an amber alert those are usually like, hey, uh, someone's kid has been taken, and they're in a Honda Civic headed south on the one. But it wasn't that this morning. It was, uh, hey, don't leave your house. Uh, it rained a shitload last night, and there's uh, flash flooding. It can't be flash. I live on a hill. I live three miles up a hill from the beach, from the Pacific Ocean. There will be no flash flooding at my house.
2: I can't believe that they don't know that about you. And and. didn't it's just so irresponsible they direct that message in your in your spreading spreading fear
0: just spreading fear and my my wife's like hey can we leave the house today i'm like of course we can leave the house today even my kids are like hey are we going to the beach today i'm like of course we're going to the beach today no uh no dick uh there is no tsunami that's it has to be an earthquake for a tsunami i feel like we should put the phone number up today in case anyone wants to jump in and uh uh, in case uh, you, Mr. Young or Brian says anything
2: completely irresponsible. I think you promised that, actually, so you better do it. Okay. Can we put the phone number up, Mr. Beaver? Already? Maybe not yet. Maybe in, like, give a couple of minutes.
0: Brian, friend, why were you not on the show with Jorge Hernandez this morning?
2: Because you, pronounce, you still don't know his name after talking to him for two hours. <laughs> Sorry, take two.
0: <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, why were you not on the show with Jorge Fernandez? Did I called him Hernandez? God damn it.
2: I intended to be, ended up having a, uh, a production call basically for a Wadapalooza. How thought. was that? It was, it was good,
0: hopefully. so. Hey John, when you drink that, Um, you should put your lips around the whole bottle, like you should. You know what I mean? Just (laughs) it's more efficient. Yeah, it's totally more efficient. (laughs) That's the way all the cool kids are doing it. Um, I want to ask you guys a a serious question here. Uh, Little, a little off topic, but on topic. Uh, this is. We'll start with an op-ed shit before we go into sort of uh, the picks. Those are also op-ed. Right. okay. Okay. Good point. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm becoming irritated by the fact that there's $75,000 on the line for the women's and that the best competitor there is a 16th place finisher at the CrossFit games outside 17th, uh, outside of Emily Rolfe who had to pull out of the games, who I do think has a a good chance of winning this. I mean, she is a straight, legit savage, but uh, why, what the hell is going on? And, And I even want to throw this down to the masters and maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are masters women's competing, but can't the champ, can't the champ of the 35 to 39 year old division at the CrossFit Games female come over here and win this?
2: Oh, I've already talked about this a little John. You want to weigh in? You have you- And Amelia is competing in the team division elite. Not like, as like, and I, and I mean, I, I think- Amelia.
0: I don't I don't mean to pick on you, Amelia, because I because I don't know you particularly as a complainer, but I feel like the Masters are some whiny little bitches and they're always complaining there's not enough competitions, there's not enough money, man, 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 man. come over and get this shit. <laughs> Go ahead, John.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think Amelia would be very competitive in the individual for Waterpalooza. I I don't think she would win, but she would be... I Fourth mean, place is 10 grand, John. Five. Fourth
0: place is 10 grand.
1: Yeah, no, she'd make more money than she did at Masters, probably, right? What did they pay Masters winner for 35, dollars
2: I think that's up to maybe fifteen or something at the games.
0: I mean,
1: and grand. You can get new
0: tires on my Sienna. You get new tires on my Sienna. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't see why they don't do it. It, it frustrates me too. It, it's it's more frustrating because the men's side is so stacked. If it was the same, it'd be like this is what the competition is. But it's like all the men have agreed that all the best guys are going to do it, and all the women agreed that none of them are going to. It's <laughs> it's odd. It, that, and I maybe Brian knows more, but like, is that not what it seems like? It's very
0: odd. Okay, let's pick on Emma McQuaid for a second. Didn't she win this last year? She did. Yeah. Why? Why isn't Emma coming here to uh, defend her title and get her money? Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe Emma's making three million dollars a year from Noble, and they're just laughing like this guy doesn't know shit.
2: <laughs> well, that's what we don't know, and we've and I've talked about this before. I mean, uh, and I know <laughs> in the disc golf world, for example, which I've often drawn parallels between CrossFit two because. <laughs> the, especially in the financial realm, there's not a ton of, uh, there's not a lot of money available in disc golf for winning competitions, but there's becoming more and more opp- opportunity for disc golfers at the top to make money through YouTube channels, sponsorships, endorsements, partnerships, brands, etc. And, but those are public. Like the, I, I've mentioned it before. Paul Macbeth last year is a uh, six time world champion signed a $10 million, 10 year contract with Discraft. One of the, the providers.
0: Are you kidding me?
2: But no, I've never seen anything that says Matt Fraser signed a contract with Nike for X money. I have no idea what Matt Fraser or Tia Clartumi or Justin Medeiros or Katrin daughter or Annie daughter makes with any one of their sponsors anywhere. So that is information that we don't have. I know there are people that I know who have that information, but I don't have that information. And so I can't really assess their financial decision-making based on that. What I also know about this golf is those guys are still showing up and competing. And I think that part of their contracts say that you have to show up and compete a certain amount of times. We're paying for you to be out there throwing our discs so that other people want to throw our discs. And if you're Noble, Tier, whomever that's sponsoring these athletes, hand grip companies, belt companies, whatever, you could have some exposure at the uh, just at the Instagram social media level. I'm lifting with my pixel belt, I'm doing my bear complex grips, and you can have these posts, whatever. But th- going out there and putting the product, on display at a competition, I would think would be part of the deal. So maybe they've already met the prerequisite for the number of times they have to compete in a year. And then that's not a factor either, but I just can't, I mean, and so all of these people are competing this weekend. Emma McQuaid is competing on a team of three. Amelia Lepin who won the master's division and qualified for the games the year before is competing on a team. But even if you win the team competition, it's 30, it's $30,000 for first place. That's, Split three ways is 10 grand, assuming that you're not giving any of that money to anyone else. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know how those things work. Coaches, sponsors, whatever. Uh, so e- if you win first, then your share of that is equivalent to taking fourth in the individual division. And I think it's way harder to win the team competition than it is to take fourth in the individual for the women.
0: And I, I don't want to take anything away from Guadalajara, by the way. This This is going to be without a doubt, no questions asked the greatest team event in the history of the sport sports been around. I don't know. Let's say since 2007, when the first CrossFit games were 2022, 15, 16 years in this, this is, this may actually finally put teams on the map. This is going to be amazing. I give Waterpalooza a lot of credit for it, for seducing those guys down there, but also the way they organized it by making it days three and four. And then also by making it, um, uh, you know, same sex teams, teams of three, everything that they've done has made and in the media the coverage that they're going to get on the event everything has ma- they they take a lot of credit for making this the premier team event in the history of the sport uh, agree or disagree uh, Mr. Young
1: Oh I agree completely and the way they set it up like the games can't do this like this is we get to see truly the fittest in the world on a team and that and the teams go together that and they're all the fittest people in the world it's not just um rich who could compete in individual and then everybody else, which is what the games is in, in a way. I know Annie had a team together this year, but usually there's two teams that are competitive. And then it's just kind of everybody who couldn't make the games. I know but that sounds the, the bad, games
0: team event is just basically, we've just viewed it for the last 10 years is where you go to test rich out. There's rich. Yeah. And then the guys who are testing his fitness.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, this is the first time, I mean, we get to see, Jeff Adler, Bryn Fakowski, and Patrick Vellner against Noah, Chandler, and uh, Travis. Like, it, it's really, it's going to, and we see that on the women's side too. Um, Laura, Jamie, and Gabby are on a team, right? Like, just to see them go against freaking Katrin, Annie, and Mal, that's going to be awesome. But I do think, like, they're missing, I think Laura and Mal and Haley are like missing a huge opportunity. To, like if they if they, any of them did individual and won, it kind of like puts a stamp on this is gonna be my year. And like you could make so much money just off of Instagram off of winning Guadapalooza because T is out. You can make a stamp on individual, any of those girls, if they were to do it, if if they ran away with it and won it, and none of them are taking that.
2: I just yeah. noticed this this comment from Barbell Spin here about the order of operations. So and uh, that the teams are going second. So that would be kind of the premiere. Competition for the weekend. We we spoke with Velner yesterday, and he explained that you know he communicated to them, "I won't do the individual competition if I have to do the team first. But if I do the individual first, I'll be willing to do the team." And I think a lot of athletes had that sentiment, so that may have been one of the deciding factors. It is noteworthy that it's it is being billed as the premier competition. I think there is more excitement in general for the teams and the individuals as a whole. But the prize money is still significantly less. If you win it there, you're taking 10 grand a piece as opposed to taking 75 grand if you win that. So I'll be curious to see if they roll this format back next year, if they also have a, a shift in the allocation of the prize money.
0: Um, but Brian Oh I'm, wow, I didn't even think of that. Sorry, go ahead, John. Do you think though, like for
1: this year, it's kind of a trial run? And if it's super successful, that would make money in the long term. So the second of, the second time around, they could have. 60,000 versus 30,000 and it continued to feed the chain because everybody wants to see the best go at it. Um, the first time around, there's just not enough money to make it. You know what I mean? This is,
0: um, I think that's what Brian's saying. Like if this is successful, trial. they might take away some of the money from the individual next year. No, I'm not-
1: saying just more money in total.
0: Oh, well, more money is always the problem, right? These, these guys are already on the team paying $430 a pop, uh, to, uh, register. Four hundred and thirty bucks a pop. I, I'm not against that, by the way. That's per I,
2: individual, so that's over twelve hundred per team.
0: Yeah, I I I, I, oh. I don't think that's I don't think that's too much though. Don't get me, Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not uh, slamming it, but it is real money, and it means you have to be serious. If you're serious, it's for serious competition. But you do get to compete, like with what you said. Um, you get to go against Fakowski, Vellner, and Adler. This this could be just like a once in a lifetime chance for people. So. And, and as, and as the viewers, you're crazy. If you don't watch this, sit down and, uh, and watch the uh, teams all week. It is going to be, g- 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 God, I it hope the be coverage just is exciting good. As individual. Yes. And yet, this I, and, and I can't indi- believe I'm agreeing with you when you say that.
2: I cannot believe I'm agreeing with you. Should we get to the individuals then?
0: Oh, hold on. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, let's get to the individual. I do want to say this, though. For those of us who have accidentally or purposely become diehard fans of the games, I, I want to say that, um, and these are guys we'll, we'll talk about, I'll, I'll pry into uh, John and Brian, but these are the people, when I see Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Olivia Kerstetter, Emma Carey, Sydney Wells, Brittany Weiss, and uh, uh, Amy Kringle, Amy Kringle, just because I want to have someone on from the Isle of Man, because that that's like the ultimate uh, click through rate for YouTube. If you if you get people to watch your YouTube channel from the Isle of Man, you make the most money out of anywhere on the planet. But <laughs> Brittany Weiss, uh, those Brittany Weiss, Sydney Wells, Emma Carey, Olivia Kirster, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter. I am so curious.
2: This is going to be extremely telling for me as a fan. Where are you getting that list from? I made it up. Oh, you didn't even mention Emma Tall. You're like the morning chaka Oh. Oh, that hurt. I thought you might have gotten your info from them. That
0: hurt. That hurt. Uh good. We'll start we'll start with Emma And then on the men's side, I'm very curious about these guys. Uh Fabian Benito, um, and Nate Ackerman, uh, Luke Parker, Saxon, Panchik, Velner, and Fikowski. And I'm not competing. He's not.
2: No. Well, oh, across that. Far? Um,
0: Problem, uh, morning chocolate, and then, and then, and then, and then this, um, and then for the uh, and then I have some questions. Where the fuck is Ellie Turner, Andre Houdet, and Jack Farlow? So, okay, where the First fuck all, are they? Fair, I am a fan of the sport, and I want to see you guys compete at Palooza individual.
2: I should say this to be fair, even the yeah. rankings that I put out yesterday, the predictions I put out yesterday are also inaccurate. There's just in terms of the list of athletes on there, there's someone that's listed that's not on there, the rosters are constantly changing and it's very difficult to keep up I'm, all of us are trying to do our best so
0: by the way be- I, li- I like that I like that Let's talk about these three people though really quick um that, that aren't competing that I want there it may make me happy why why not Ellie Turner? She can come there and get that money.
2: I think this would have been a great a great opportunity for Ellie. I don't have a good answer for that
0: okay uh who
2: Today, I do know some stuff about not at liberty to say.
0: Okay, and uh, Jack Farlow, he's too busy. He's like he's, he's folding Emma old- Lawson's clothes right now. He's packing her bag for the games right now.
2: No, Jack had an incredible opportunity to compete at Rogue. He, I think, he knows that he's within that like touching distance of potentially being in contention for a game spot. And to maximize his opportunity at semifinals, no competitions between Rogue and semifinals make sense for him.
1: Okay. So you think Olivia's just taking the opposite route then? Because I would put her in the same category.
2: Curse setter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think she's in, in is is choosing to compete. I mean, she's she's in a different category than Jack because she always has an out to compete in the teenage division. But she, she's not. I know, but if she doesn't make it in, at the individual, she has that as a, ba- a fallback. Jack doesn't.
0: Uh, Jack, uh, f- Jack, uh, 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 here we go. Jack Farlow doesn't qualify. Didn't, doesn't, didn't, doesn't, didn't, doesn't qualify and didn't do qualifier path. I don't care. He should have done it. I want to see him compete. I want to get on the Jack Farlow train. Oh my God. And I want to see Ellie Turner. I want to, I'm, I'm so curious how that's coming, uh, with, uh, Justin, what the hell's going on over there? Is she getting better? Okay.
1: I yeah, kept uh, yeah. calling him Jack Harlow um, for like the first three days. It's took the last day they said Jack Farlow, the announcers. Um, at the games? At Rogue, at the Rogue oh. Invitational. They said Jack Harlow for three straight days, and then they finally fixed it. It was hilarious. Uh, you said Fernandez, Hernandez, so it made me think of that.
0: Fair, fair. I'll give him a pass only because I screwed up. Uh, w- one of Olivia's weaknesses is elite uh, comp uh, experience. Uh, Could say De- the same for
2: for Farlow, as well. Though.
0: Uh, Devesh Maharaj, the Hammer, as he's known amongst his friends. Um, Sevan, what's it going to take to get you to the games this year? Fucking a G five and a suite at the Four Seasons, and a, and a hand and a handy. Okay, uh, seventy seventy five. I'm, I'm from the. I was born in 1972. Uh, seventy five thousand dollars for first place. Thirty five thousand dollars for second place. Twenty five thousand dollars for third place. Ten thousand dollars for fourth place. Um, shall we start with? Oh, by the way, in a lot of this information, I want to thank uh, Jason at CF Media and Dex and Lauren at uh, The Morning Chalk Up. Um, I watched a bunch of their content yesterday to get up to speed. Uh, do we, how, how do you want to do this? You want to start with the women or the men?
2: Uh, yeah, one or the other, but before, um, let's do the men first. Okay. Before, before that, just, oh, wait,
0: one more second. One, Sorry. One more thing. One more thing. Sorry. Sorry.
2: Uh, Colton Mertens, not, not at the, I was about uh, to address that. Okay. There are several athletes that, uh, people have been inquiring about that look like they were going to be competing that are not on the men's side. They are Colton Mertens, Cole Sager, Enrico Zanoni, Yorgos Kerevis, and Austin Spencer. So none of those guys are competing. Uh, Austin was included on my list. He's not going to be there And the other 4 I'd already known weren't going to be there.
0: And, uh, and, and do we have any uh, update on, uh, the most important on the list, uh, Mr. Colton Mertens?
2: Uh, no, I haven't really inquired too much as to why, unless I was told specifically why.
0: Okay. We'll have to, uh, reach out to him. Hello, Gabe paper street coffee. Go over to paper street coffee. Don't spell out street P a P E R S T C O F F E E. Use code SEVON, get 15% off. The more money you spend over there, the more I can twist his arm and get sponsorship.
1: Hey, SEVON, do you think you can get uh, Colton to live stream doing the squats and rings workout simultaneously while they're doing it at Waterpalooza? I do. Because I think he would win that workout if he did it.
2: Is that true, Brian? I don't think he would win it. Okay.
0: It'd be a fun show. Uh, did you say – oh, uh, and uh, who, another uh, interesting character we have. Uh, is, is Rebecca Fuslie a competing individual? She is. Yeah. So excited to see her. Uh, for those of you who don't know, remember who Rebecca Fuslie is, she was on the show, uh, amazing guest. And she was the uh, last finisher at the Capitol event at the 2022 CrossFit Games where a lot of those iconic pictures that will probably last forever where the entire crowd has swarmed her. Um, like the Tour de France style, and uh, she's she's just warring, and she's a tiny little girl. So she's going to be out there with the big girls. Any chance she'll be in the top ten individual? We'll see Get
2: to that. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, she's from Texas. Okay. <clears throat> um, maybe maybe like a people's champ. Rebecca could be like a people's champ, right? Even if she never wins the games, as long as she keeps going to the games, she could really develop quite a huge fan base.
1: Who would you say the people's champ is now? Balmer, Mertens. Mertens.
0: Is there on? Is there one for the women, though? So? He's thinking hard. I don't know. I mean, no, no one's taken that sort of Dan Bailey, Josh Bridges. Um, you know, Noah kind of was that, but then he kind of he got he got too big. You know what I mean? I mean got, I'm just like,
1: thinking on the women's side, though, like.
0: I feel like you got to be a little small. Yeah, Olsen. I, yeah, I think Olsen got too big. I think that like to be a people's champ, that like one of the characteristics is is like when people find you and start liking you, you're still a little, you're small time still. Like more
1: like yeah. a Colton. Nick, is like Nick Matthew? That. Nick Matthew.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, Nick Matthew. Like
2: not, not my favorite pick, but yeah. But more like that that caliber yeah, instead yeah. of a Noah Olsen who's got a podium finish at the games. Yeah.
0: I think the uh, LGBT crowd could, could rally behind Ariel Nick Lowen. Matthew. Ariel Lowen. Yes. Ari Owen is more, uh, uh, um, uh, She's niche. Top 10, though. niche. Cause she got the mama Christian thing going. She's like Travis. They're more niche. Travis Mayer more niche. I was going to say fetish, but that was different, different podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, Sarah, that, that's an interesting, then you have these weird outliers like Sarah who has an enormous following, but basically we, we were starting to view her as a, 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 a horse with a broken leg we just want to see her across the finish line. And, and that's kind of what the people's champ <laughs> is. It's kind of like, you, it's terrible how accurate that is. You, you, the, when the, that brutal, is, dude. that is one of the characteristics of the, of the people's champ. You don't really care where they place. You just want them to finish. And so that is the, you want them to qualify and then just finish a Cody Anderson could have been one.
2: Danny Spiegel,
0: Danny Spiegel. Uh, f- but once again, more for a niche crowd. She's not like the full blown. But if I think
2: yeah. about being live at a competition, then if they're doing individual athlete announcements, and th- like Sarah and Danny get as- bigger cheers than almost anyone. I mean, Sarah gets as big a cheers. Literally I mean,
1: 2015 after. through 2018, Sarah I think had the biggest fan base out of all of, all of the girls.
2: Even maybe <coughs> longer than, than that, even at the sanctionals when she would go to him. I mean, it was insane. uh You know, they'd announce her, and it was louder than than Tia even.
0: And I, I heard it was like that at the games with Danielle Brandon, but once again, she probably is leaving sort of the people's champ since she took fourth at the game. She's sort of leaving that, that people's champ. there's a little bit of a, a, a pity party for the people's champ. It's like, you know, they can't win. So everyone rallies behind them. Like, 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 like a, a Muggsy Bogues or a Spud Webb, like a guy who's in the NBA was five, four. Like he got some, he got some court time and you're excited. Or like that Asian guy, Lynn. Well, do you remember him? Jeremy he, Lynn. What yeah. Sanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, there's an Asian guy on the court.
1: Those are impressive callbacks, Savon.
0: Thank you. you a basketball fan?
2: No. He's a sports guy. <laughs> he speaks I, in I, conferences and districts instead of tectonic plates.
0: Yeah. Where do you live, Savon? I live in the Western Conference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Wadapalooza individual is happening on Thursday and Friday. Uh, stay here for all uh, your coverage. We will be digging in. We'll have cameras um, uh, roaming around. Uh, Make sure you visit the Vindicate booth and the Paper Street Coffee booth. Uh, John Young, you will not be there, right? I will not, no. Uh, So hopefully John Young will uh, make some special guest appearances on this show. Brian Friend will be on the ground there along with Matt Souza. And we turn to the women. Is that what sex we're doing first? Whatever you want. Women it is. Uh, should we start at uh, at the bottom of the list and work our way up?
2: No, nah, I, th- I think first time sake, we probably can just. Well, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it.
0: We'll we'll race we'll race up. Okay. Uh, David Weed Danielle Brandon is never going to win anything. Well, she won my heart, so that's something. <clears throat> won my heart and 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 I bought a pair of toe spacers.
1: Now before we get going, Brian does know the events, and I don't know the events. So there's a little bit of a caveat there.
0: Have the events not been announced? Um, uh,
2: some no, of them have. Some of them have. I,
0: I also want to mention this. I'm probably going to say this wrong. Brian will correct me. Um, there will be cuts after the fifth event, and there are eight events total. So that's something to keep in mind that if um, –
2: No, t- you're t- – uh, I not. fucked that all up.
0: <sighs> I blame Lauren. I blame announced? Lauren from the Morning Chalk Up.
2: Okay, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know how else to say this. There's a lot of inaccurate information that's being put out there. Um, the way that you just said that is very confusing. And I don't, you're putting me in a difficult situation, but that, how you said it is not accurate.
0: Okay, but you can't reveal be more or else you'll have your media It'll credentials. You get slapped around. Like, like you got fired at the games that one year for pointing your camera at the Masters.
2: Also your fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: fair, fair. Uh, There will be cuts before the last time the athletes take the competition floor. And they're taking the competition floor six times, but there are eight events.
1: That means so the that last event is going to be a two event thing.
2: Or three. doesn't necessarily mean either of those things.
1: But that, that's what it is.
0: Uh, too harsh Judy too harsh too harsh too harsh not like CNN uh patrick clark uh he will be probably uh hand in hand he'll be the guy holding hands with uh brian at the event no uh, he, you won't
2: be able to ever find us in the same place cuz we'll be dividing and conquering savannah a lot of inaccuracies patrick I-
0: agrees with you how how often do you talk to patrick clark on the phone more than you all right more than you talk to him more than me or you t- Or you talk to him more than i talk to
2: him i don't think you ever talk to him i talked to him more often than i talk to you okay but he's not yeah. in my favorites like you are
0: good good i asked brian to put me in his favorites because it always goes to voice message if you're not uh don't get brian into trouble we need him okay fine um heidi will also be there working uh with the seven podcast thank you uh okay so the women's competition 38 competitors did i see
2: that's currently I believe that's the correct number, yes.
0: Could people still get in every time I say Ellie should be there, someone's like, but she didn't qualify. But Watapalooza has the right to just invite her, right? Or if she's there and she just Ellie Turner?
2: Yeah. I my understanding is that she could just show up on uh Wednesday and say, I want to compete, and they'd give her a spot. Because I mean, have, of her placement at the games? A, they've done that in the past. And yes, if you if you were competing or if you qualified for the twenty twenty two CrossFit games and you get a Direct invite to Wataplusa.
0: If you qualified for the games,
2: yeah, any of the women that qualified for the games have an invite, a standing invite to Wataplusa. I mentioned it before. In 2018, the day before the competition began, Katrin David's daughter told Wataplusa she wanted to compete. They announced her that night is competing. She showed up and competed and won the competition.
1: That's an easy payday for Ellie. Then she should do that.
2: What a badass! Good
0: job, Katrin. Uh, sevon is so jealous of Patrick. We'll, uh, talk to me offline about that. <laughs> I, need some, I need some counseling. Okay. Ba- sorry, Caleb. I know uh, we're all over the place. It's Brian's fault. Uh, okay. Uh, 38, 37, 36. I can't say their names, and I don't know who they are.
2: One of them, uh, Lucia came through the qualifier. The other two came through a different qualifier, Fernanda was the winner of the Argentina Throwdown, which is a direct qualifier if you win that to Wadapalooza And Constanza won the Fitland competition. Credit to Mike Halpin for a lot of the information I'll be sharing today.
0: Um, how many events are there um, that are qualifiers for Wadapalooza?
2: <sighs> that is a difficult question to answer. But Zalos Games, online winner. Madrid Championship winner. Fitland. Black Challenge. Argentina throwdown are those are definitely 5 does dubai count don't think so actually so, i know it does not
0: so that's pretty cool that's a lot of collaboration between the events cuz they're not necessarily affiliated with these events at all right
2: no i think that this is a majority of those so madrid's obviously in europe and it's uh, loud and live has an affiliation with them a lot of the other ones are south america or central america which is uh part of the world that I know a lot in live in general and a lot of live sport also are trying to be, to help, you know, build up as part of their, like, uh, and within the fitness world,
0: I'm going to suggest that the, where's that black challenge event? Where's that out of? Not sure. I'm going to recommend that they have an off season event and they call it the I think it's in
2: Mexico actually. All right. Yeah. I think it is in Mexico city and they should have called it the Brown challenge. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, so 38,
2: 37, 36. Uh... Yeah, I mean, look, this is a like the field at Guadalajara is big. There are about 40 men and 40 women competing. And, ha- you know, basically you have, for the women at least, I think there's like a 10 or 11 games athletes there from this past season. And then there's 20 qualifiers, and then there's these other qualifiers who won – some events in the past, including like, for example, Olivia Kersetter and Emma Carey qualify for this event by being past teenage champions at Wadapalooza. And Sarah Sigmund's daughter qualifies for this event going back to her third place finish at the CrossFit Games in 2016. So there's a, there are a lot of different qualifying paths.
0: So it's not that you were invited to the previous year's games. It's any games. James Fitzgerald could show up
2: uh crossfit games champion i'm not sure if there's a t- uh, expiration date on that or not
0: okay
1: i mean if it's not 2016 why would it be why would it be 2007 you know what i mean
0: yeah okay uh brian brian um as we go down this list since i don't know some of these names are right at the bottom tell me if there's any or, or tell me the, the first one that you see that actually has a chance of going to the crossfit games has a chance not has been but has a chance as an individual okay let's go uh 35 uh becca merritt madeline helms uh lexi neely 32 cecilia ramirez uh, what's, what's it, the ratio here of, of foreigners to americans uh, for the women know? yeah
2: let's see if i apologize for calling you foreigners i should just say americans to non-americans Maybe helping can, can, can get that quick half for and us. half. I think that Alexia Williams is the first person on this list going up that it has an outside chance to make it to the CrossFit games. She's from Argentina and she's recently moved to Spain where she's training with the training culture team. I've had a chance to talk to some of those guys about her and they think that she has a bright future. Of course, the, you know, the path to qualification is generally, uh, easy, you know, there's less spots, but it's also uh, generally a little bit lower level of competition in South America than know europe um or north america so she she might be a young athlete from argentina to keep an eye
0: on and you call you called her camp the training culture camp
2: training the training culture in spain yeah is where most i would say at this point most of the top spanish athletes are training and she has moved over there to train with them recently is my understanding
0: does she train with are there any games athletes in that cohort
2: team uh yeah is uh you know that's uh mr week alex uh, and Anagasti, Pablo Casales, and their team. Um, Aniola Kai is over there now. Fabian Benito is over there now. I I can't remember which ones have gone there. And and they're not. both competing. Oyana Moya, I think, is there. I'm not sure about Elena Caratala.
0: Okay. Is, is is that is there a CrossFit gym over there that they're training out of? Yeah. Do you know the name of it?
2: Not 100% sure.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, feel free to interject anything as I, I'm going to roll through these names pretty quickly as until I see someone that I recognize the show is 100% biased. Um, number 30, uh, CC Cronin, by the way, Brian, Cronin's
2: competed at the games on a team. She used to be called CC Piper before getting married. She was with the Ohio Brutes.
0: Um, or have any of these women below also going team that you've seen who are gone individual so far?
2: I'll let you know
0: when we get to those.
2: Okay, good, thank you. Uh, great. But again, scene. the individual competitions first, so that won't have too big of a bearing. Like it'll be, it'll affect them more for the team competition than the individual.
0: Okay, I, I asked this question to uh, Patrick and Travis. I don't feel like I got a straight answer. Um, you are on the show. Do you think that these four days? Are tantamount to uh the CrossFit games as, as or, or harder maybe if, if you're doing both events?
2: Mm, not harder. Seeing all the programming, if you're doing both, I do think that you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling it.
0: I mean,
1: volume wise, I would say comparable. Um, there's there's they're almost the same events though, aren't they not?
2: No. They've actually kind of been intentional about trying to avoid redundancy as much as possible in the individual and team programming. There's some okay. things that are hard to avoid, but when you see the full picture, you, you'll see they did a pretty good job with that.
0: Uh, is John Young going to talk today, get in there? But no, he's not. He's just stop, stop cheering John on.
2: Oh, don't worry. Once we get to about 20 and we'll, down, we'll, John's yeah, going to we'll have get, a lot we'll of things
0: there. to say. Uh, Gracie uh, Strachan, uh, Elizabeth Wishart, Wishart mm-hmm. uh, Valentina Magalotti, Italian. Italian, um,
2: yeah. She competed in, in Dubai also. How'd she
0: do? Not great. So these people are, why do you think these people are coming over here to do this event to get a competition experience? They have good sponsors. Yeah,
2: no, no. For, uh, she was 17th by the way. No, it's really, I mean, look, to be able to qualify for and compete in the elite division at Wada is an incredible accomplishment. Every single one of these men and women is a beast and a savage and would destroy you at your gym. Um, but, you're talking about one of the best competitions in the world. And I mean, there's some absolute savages that don't make it that are competing in the RX division. And we've talked about that in the past. You know, two years ago, Guy Maieros and Sydney McAlishan were the winners at Wadapluza of the second division. Wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. That's how, that's how it is. And Hopper
1: and Mertens were also in that division, the RX division that year.
0: Th- that was just two years ago. That was 2020. Yeah. Hopper Mertens, Gee, and Sydney.
2: <clears throat> I think I, I think I have it. That year, well, I'll just okay. The top five in the men's division that year.
0: In the in the, oh, oh. In the yeah, RX. Maieros,
2: Riley Good, Riley made it in the elite division the next year. Adam DeYoung, Andrew Hiller. Do you know him? Andrew <laughs> and Nick Anapolsky, and then Nick Anapolsky was like twentieth worldwide in the Open this year. Wait, last what year. place did
0: Andrew get in the RX division in 2020?
2: Fourth. Holy shit, Andrew. Um, Damian Martinez was in that competition. He got 13th. Nick Matthew was in that competition. He got 14th. Benoit Boulanger, who competed elite last year in Wadapalooza, got 16th. I mean, it's, it's really difficult. And if you look at uh, last year, Enrico Zanoni took second. He ended up making it to the games. He went from the RX division to the games? Yeah, so did Guy. But in the same year. Right, yeah, in the
0: same year they both did that. Aaron Crazy. Hey, does that mean that they away. does that mean they didn't belong in the
2: RX division or no? I mean, that guy that means it's really hard to make it into the elite division. So
0: gotcha. that's what I'm
2: saying. Even though these people are low down on this list, and we're not going to talk about them, it's uh, in too much detail. It's an ac- incredible accomplishment to make it, and for someone like Magalotti who qualified for both Dubai and Wadapalooza, even though you m- might say to most people, I don't know if it's the best decision to compete in both. It's like you might not get the chance to compete in one or the other again. So Maybe you should take it.
0: Matt Poolin intermediate in two thousand nineteen. Is that the level below Rx? hmm Yeah.
1: And he got um sixth or seventh in the semifinal this last year.
0: Crazy. Okay. Uh okay. Uh let's keep going. We I think we were at C- uh Nicole Burke, twenty-sixth. Uh Ello. Uh, Wunger, Wunger,
2: Wunger. She's Uh, competing both individual and team. Okay, should she be? It's okay, I like their team, it's a very fun team. Uh, Chloe, uh, Carano, she's like a fringe last chance ball player. Tsunami alert, uh. So
0: it says National Weather Service flash flood warning in effect for this area until 3:45 p.m. This is a dangerous and life-threatening situation. Eat a dick. Do not attempt to travel unless you are fleeing.
2: Unless you are fleeing,
0: an area subject to flooding or under an evacuation. This is California. We have the best infrastructure in the world. Gavin Newsom will not let anyone uh, drown. Hey, did you, did you know there was a show I did where there was an earthquake and the whole studio was shaking? Were you on that show, Brian? Uh, maybe. That show is crazy. Uh, well, that's just annoying on the podcast as it would be on my phone. Yeah. We, we can't have flash. Oh, we could have mudslides. Yeah, that's true. But uh, not at. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to the skate park today.
2: 100%.
0: Okay. Uh, um, Mirakim Courvier.
2: Mirakim couvrette I think. She's a Canadian. Pretty good barbell cycling, gymnastics athlete. And then here we go.
0: Brittany Weiss, mm-hmm. uh, she is the she was on the podium last year at the CrossFit Games, third place.
2: For the uh, team on, division with CrossFit Invictus and, yep. and, and Mr. Fernandez.
0: And uh, Jorge's pretty um, worked up that they're going to take first place this year.
2: Well, I don't know. Like okay, we've mentioned, there's a lot of things developing in the team landscape. They will, if they run that team back, will be a contender to possibly win, but it will not be an easy road.
0: And so this is a, a good look at her to see where she's at. And I'm guessing eventually, like Jorge, like uh, Devin Kim, she has uh, individual aspirations.
2: Maybe I don't. I don't think she would have as good of a chance as those two if she went the individual route. But she, I mean, she definitely could make a semifinal. She's the weak link on the team. They all have kind of different skill sets, which is which is nice. And none of them are really that bad. They're all good enough to make the semifinals.
0: Uh, Bailey Walker judges athletes the same way I do. I hope so. She's cute. Me too, uh, Sydney Wells. Um, so, when did Sydney Wells pop on the scene? This is Brooke Wells's uh,
2: twin sister. Basically, the first year of semifinals, which was what West Coast Classic twenty twenty one. Oh, so she very new. Yeah, she might have done a uh, like an off season competition, like a Wadapoos or something before that. But that was the first time that most of us got a chance to see her.
0: Is she progressing? Is this an important showing for her, John?
1: I mean, she is. Every competition she's been to. she uh, did better in the semifinal last year than she did the year previous. And I honestly think she'll continue to get better because she's – we saw what her twin is. Like, whatever her capability is, is what Brooke Wells is. And Brooke Wells would win this competition if she was in it. I'm not saying Sydney's going to win this competition, but that's her – her peak output can be what Brooke Wells is and she just hasn't reached her potential yet. But I think she, you know, will, if she keeps after it, I see no reason why she can't be as good as Brooke, if not close, just because they're, they're genetically identical. It's just like Saxon and Spencer aren't far off from each other. One's better, but they're still close. Uh, Uh,
0: She she's a better athlete than Brooke. What's that mean? Like in college, he only says uh, that
1: because uh, she didn't drop out of track and Brooke did. Uh, Brooke dropped out of track and did CrossFit, um, or in college, and Sydney stayed in college all for all four years. Uh, tore shit four, up
0: 400 meters. How was she as a 400 meter spinner? She did good.
1: I'm not sure. I think she was in at Arkansas. Do you know Brian off the top of your head?
2: Not really. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, I mean, look, you 7 we've, you know, this is obviously, you know, we've, we've talked about brothers in the sport having success over time, but they have different levels of success. You know, Alex Anderson did better than his brothers at the games and will Sydney ever match Brooks success? I don't think so just because she's getting into it later. So she's going to be naturally older. She needs to get top end strength and upper body pulling. You know, those two things need to come along quite a bit. She has incredible grit. Work ethic, tenacity, aerobic capacity is pretty good. Some of her gymnastics is good or barbell cycling is good. It's, but then there's also just this, like, can you put it together when it counts the most? And that's what we've not seen her do for a complete competition yet. So we get another chance to see her here, which is exciting.
0: Have you? Has anyone ever talked to her? Has she done an interview? Like, does she have individ- – I mean, I've reached out to her a bunch. Does she have – and I'd love to have her on the show. Does she have – uh you know, uh p- podium aspirations as a CrossFit Games athlete? I'm going to have to just assume yes.
2: <sighs> I mean.
0: No one knows. No one's talked to her. Have you guys ever seen her? Have you ever seen her interviewed? Have you guys ever seen a podcast with her on it? Mm-mm. Okay. I Patrick Clark know. says, did you interview her, Patrick? Is that what Patrick is saying? She was on Clydesdale. She was. Oh, okay. I got to watch that. Like it's everyone. Um. Yeah, they do. Uh, episode 160. When, when, when was that? Go scroll down a little bit. I want to see what year, uh, what year that was a year ago, a year ago. Okay. Put that on the list of things to, uh, watch. So uh, Scott Switzer, I had her on. I did not have her on. I have not had a Wells on. Interviewed her many times during the behind the scenes. Rook, you should come on too. You would have fun. I promise you. Okay, uh, Sydney Wells, uh, John, is that too low for her? Is, is is this gonna is is she getting better faster than Brian's acknowledging, and she should really be higher?
1: Um, I believe I think I have her higher. Caleb, do you have my my rankings at all? I'm not sure where I put. I think I put her like 15th or something.
0: Oh, this is going to be a problem going back and forth.
1: Yeah, I have her 15th. Okay. So yes, in my opinion, Brian has her low.
0: Okay, so you have her six places uh, higher. Oh, and you have you have Fusley at nineteen.
2: Scroll down so I can see like twenty through twenty-five on this list. Okay, so he's got we we have Brittany uh, Brittany Weiss in a very similar position. Basically, we have Hannah Carlson and Sydney Wells flipped.
0: Uh, how about uh, uh, Julia Cato? Have have you had you have? She was at the games last year, right?
2: Yeah, and I actually I have her. 18th he's got her 22nd she just, she's just coming off winning a competition in Saudi Arabia like uh, t- yesterday so that's going to be a big trip I, I probably would have put her a little lower if I had remembered that she was doing that competition and she won uh, a decent amount of money there so congratulations to her
0: Um, maybe Brian knows there's a lot of heavy stuff that's why Brittany and Sydney are lower heavy stuff what does that mean
2: like heavy weightlifting.
0: Oh, okay. I thought they meant like drama in their life, like someone died or.
2: <clears throat> it's a, it's an interesting women's field because obviously it's, it doesn't have the, the top 10 big star studded names, but there's still 20 women in this field that are games caliber athletes. Like it's, it's still competitive.
0: Okay. Let's keep going. Women.
2: What'd you, what'd you think about the
0: uh, spelling, the, the typo w- woman versus women? Are you okay with it, Brian?
2: One of my favorite songs, woman, woman, woman. That's, okay. just, that's why I wanted to do it. Okay.
0: who's oh, that Santana?
2: I, I The guy who does the graphics for me, I know that he takes some heat sometimes when he makes those mistakes, but especially when you see the team's predictions I'm going to put out later today, I mean, that's a lot of data entry for him. Yeah, it's a big error, I guess, but. Um,
0: I don't think so. I think is th- this day and age, if you got the sexes right, you're good.
2: <laughs> just, yeah, so. Anyway, he, he he messaged me and sent a little joke. He goes, "I'll update it for the teams."
0: Uh, Amy Kringle mm-hmm. uh, from the Isle of Man uh, is she getting better?
2: I mean, I think so. She's relatively young. She's training hard. I think she's moved to a, a probably a better training environment to help you know challenge her more in her in her training day to day. Where did she go? Somewhere in the UK, I think she might be. I I don't want to get it wrong, but I feel like she might be training with the team from AOD. Um, But anyway, she's gone into an area where there's more competitive CrossFit going on. And so putting herself in that environment obviously shows that she's attempting to make that next move forward. Uh, We got to see her in Dubai and we've talked about it with Magalati. Like we'll get to see her again here. It'll be a different style of testing, a different field that she's going against. She didn't do great there. 16th out of 20. I think she'll do a little better here in a bigger field um but i'd expect to have some highs and some lows still
0: uh, uh number 19 rebecca fuselier uh do you not believe do you do you see her as never going to the games again i think i've asked you this before
2: i know and i and uh i was actually was really curious to see where john would have her because <laughs> uh did get a couple comments and a couple dms where people were pissed off about how low i had her i guess oh wow and,
1: guess you want to you want to guess where i have her
2: don't you have her nineteen?
1: I have her nineteenth exactly.
2: Yeah. So we have a similar, similar kind of read on her here. And actually we have a lot of the athletes in this similar area, just kind of you know, mixed around a little a few spots, but um yeah, the I the problem I mean, is
1: she made it because of 10 legless road climbs.
2: I, yeah, I think it was a little fluky that she made it this year, but you know, that happens. I thought it was fluky that Colton made it two years ago and he made it back the next year. So I'm certainly open to being proven wrong. And if you make it two, three years in a row, then.
0: Brian, um, tell me, uh, uh, sorry, not Brian, John, tell me the story. What's the 10 rope climb?
1: Like that's 10 legless rope climbs is such a, a biased event, like for. For that to be one of the semifinal events, like had that been anything, it could be legless rope climbs and any other fitness thing. And she probably doesn't make it. But since that's such high upper body endurance where body weight plays such a big deal, um, that's why she made it through. It was because of that event alone. So like on just fitness, I get it. All of it's part of CrossFit. But that's like having two max out events for women. Like it's such a like it's even more for women than it is for men. Even though Colton almost lost because of it that event single handedly, and, was and there was a woman. There was a woman in that fell out,
2: and there was a woman in that field at the Mac. Most of Shelby the attention, Neal. Shelby Neal. Most of the attention was on Brooke Wells, Rebecca Fuseli, and Kelly Clark, because there was two points separating three spots for fourth, fifth, and sixth. But Shelby Neal, who took seventh, her event finishes were fifth, third, fifth, fourth, and fifth. Wow. And 30th, I think she probably 30th played, last on the yeah. legless rope climb event.
1: And she probably would have had a better, like done better at the games.
2: She would she Because she's she bitter.
1: She just can't legless rope climb as good as Rebecca. I mean, in all props to the world for Rebecca for making it through, she did what she could do and it was awesome. But I don't think we're going to get a, that biased of event again because of what it does, of what it does.
2: Oh, I mean, we had it uh, eight years previous and got it came back again. That's fair. That's fair. But if you look at Rebecca's um, performance, her worst event was on the lifting event. And then if you don't have the requisite strength, you get punished multiple times at the games. Where if you can't do a specific silica legless rope climb, you might get punished once or it might get rained out and you won't get punished for it at all.
1: Right. Instead of one modality, it's one uh, movement.
2: What did Rebecca finish at the games? 30th i think i think she was she barely made the uh cut and then stayed in 30th that's pretty good i mean that's yeah
1: how what colton does
2: too. right and it was i mean look like mickalition moose brugger cigarette daughter compost kate like, <clears throat> she, she finished ahead of all these so it wasn't a uh you know, she made the final cut, got to do all the events, but you start looking at her at the end of her weekend. She was 36th, 38th, 39th. And then with 30 people left in the field, she was 30th, 30th, and 29th. She Ooh.
1: got very lucky with the order of the events
2: before so it, the yeah. cut
1: because her best events were in the in the front. Gymnastics-based
2: events. And that's, the problem.
1: Events be- and that's because- the problem
2: with having cuts. We did this example with Laura Horvath and, Gabby and uh, Mal O'Brien. If you flip the order of events... Laura would have been in first place for like six events in a row at the start of the competition, never been worse than fourth the entire time because of the order that they were in. Mal was in third for three events and she was never worse than second, I think the entire competition. But if you flipped it around then she would have been like ninth at some point and had to work her way back up. Laura was 16th at one point and had to work her way back up. And then the cut line, what you get is someone like that. Who's basically last on six straight events then the weekend, but because everything that she did well and was front loaded, she makes it instead of some of the stronger athletes in the bottom quarter of the field.
1: That's yeah. not to say the cuts were unfair. I thought the cuts were incredibly fair for the games. I'm saying that, but she did get lucky that a lot of the gymnastics events were in the front and not the back as far as her case alone.
0: And, and, and in my eyes, Boz can do no wrong. Bring back the alpaca. That sounds manipulative. Okay. Uh, 18th, Julia Cato. Like if he doesn't
2: bring it back, then he did wrong.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, 17th, uh, Victoria uh, Campos. Uh, 16th, Hannah Carlson. Oh, we, where did we see Hannah Carlson put on a show for us? So this
2: is, you know, I have her 16th. John had her 21st or 2nd. And this is basically the, just the flip-flop that I had with uh, his Sidney Wells pick. Hannah was 8th at Dubai. She had a couple really good events Dubai. there, including an event win. She's Bigger athlete. She's on the team with Ella Vunger, actually, so she'll be doing both. Um, Kind of a sneaky athlete. I think I like my pick here for her better than John, but we'll have to see. I think we're kind of, I mean, she's not that young. She's 29, but just learning a little bit more about her as an athlete in Dubai, uh, I was pretty impressed with some of the skills that she Had she did get, I think, a little fortunate in some regards, like the workout she won was echo bike legless rope climb, and there weren't really enough legless rope climbs to offset her echo bike performance. Then in the final, we saw her struggle with the ring muscle up. So I think high volume upper body pulling, and as is the case with a lot of the bigger women, you know, she's, I think she's 5'10". So, you know, we we are often challenging, but no, she's definitely got it like the was it the row D ball workout? I think she can do really, really well on that, for example. So we'll see a couple highlights from Hannah. Probably.
0: Uh, I just realized we don't have a pro. When will all the workouts be announced? <sighs> well,
2: hopefully before the competition. starts. So.
0: <laughs> hey, um, can, can we do a programming show on Wednesday?
2: <clears throat> a lot of people are asking for it. I think that that would be a good, good idea. And then you probably have to do one I mean, it's going to be tough for the teams though. You could at least do the individuals on Wednesday, I think.
0: Okay. Because yeah, because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are going to be
2: packed. I know. But if you want to do one for the team competitions, those events probably won't all be announced before individuals start, So you'd have to do, do it like Saturday morning or, or Friday night, which would be also like butt up against the recap show of the individuals.
0: Okay. Uh, J.R. and, uh, Mr. Taylor self. If you guys are listening, uh, let's figure out what we're doing Wednesday. Uh, to talk about the programming. Can't believe I missed that. Okay. Uh, Victoria Campos. I know that name too. Who is that real? Who's that? Why do I know that name? Has she been to the games?
2: Yeah, she went this past year. She's a winner of uh, Copa. South America. Okay.
0: Uh, Number 15. Uh, John, where'd you put Chris Stetter?
1: I think uh, 11th. Really? Yeah. 11th. I put her one spot lower than I did at Rogue.
0: So when I see Brian, Brian knows the workouts, and when I see Olivia Kerstetter placed at fifteenth, I think that a lot of people can start guessing maybe what the uh, the There's workout. There's
1: push up, hard what, workout.
0: What what the workouts are, and and some rope climbs, right? Didn't she struggle
2: with the rope climb also at Rogue?
1: Um, it depends well, if it's our legless
2: or not. The. uh, Look, the workouts that have been announced, we've got the rings and squats. we got ring muscle-ups and back squats, front squats, overhead squats. I think she'll crush the squats but struggle on the rings. The uh, She was last place, I think, or second to last uh, to someone who was sick during the goblet workout at Rogue. Uh, yep, that's true, Mike. Thank you. Uh, you know, a really, really sprinty workout, toes to bar hurdle, jump, shuttle run. I don't see her doing too well on that. The row, D-ball clean bear hug carry, yes, she should do well on that. The clean and jerk, she should do well. The handstand is a bit of an unknown. Though a swimming wall ball double under, I think she'll be middle of the pack. So, you know, I think she should be slightly better than average overall in the competition, Fifteen.
0: Uh Olivia Kirstetter won Watapalooza team. That's how she qualified. Thank you, Mike. Good information. Uh, Eric, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Why hasn't CrossFit grown in 10 years? Eric, I've already done 699 shows on that. Maybe you should go back into the library, you ding-dong. <laughs> Heidi Rosa, is that you? Okay. Uh Olivia Kirstetter, uh regardless of how she does here. Uh, If you're a fan of the sport, that's the girl to watch. You want to uh, get on the train early. This is going to be someone uh, who is going to give a lot of enjoyment for us fans of the sport. She's going to be around for a long time. She is going to win events. She's going to win events at the games. She's going to cause problems for a lot of people. She is a a one in a a million uh, athlete. True, John Young?
1: Yeah, I mean she uh when they did the max snatch, uh was it at the games when she snatched two oh two? She would have beaten everybody except Kara um in the snatch when she was in the teen division. Um, she got two oh two and the winning lift right? for the women was two oh three. Uh, what am I thinking of a different year? <clears throat>
2: no, it was that year. And I think just she say did- an
0: Australian. She would just say the Australian girl, John, if you're not sure if it's T or
2: uh cara that covers both your bases but she she did it. One in the team. over 200 pounds it's at like 15 years old
1: yeah and the teen division would have got second place in the individual in a max snatch at 15 not like 17 at 15 and you know who was similar to that gmail heroes he mm. snatched 291 i believe the same year and everybody at like 16 years old and everybody was like who the freak is that and now if there's a strength event, it's basically a given He is going to win. Olivia is going to be the same way for the women.
2: And she backed that up with the second place in the in the in the clean and jerk event at double uh, at uh, at Rogue. Heavy Grace. Only behind Danny Spiegel. Uh
1: um, No, she beat Cara Danny Saunders.
0: Spiegel.
2: Car yeah.
1: Saunders. Wow, okay. She lost to her twice. Gosh. Come on.
0: Olivia. Uh Patrick Clark uh Stop comparing uh, what Olivia has done as a teen to what Mal Emma have done. She's a different athlete than them. She's more comparable to Gabby who took some time to develop. I mean, I think Gabby, when you say Gabby still got a lot of developing to do. She's going to be a force in the, in the sport. I think she's going to be a uh, podium athlete.
2: The reason that we talk about her in the same breath as those athletes is because those athletes have now shown us that you can make the transition quickly or even between before the teenage um, years are up. Uh, before that, the closest thing we had was Haley Adams, who did not, she made regionals when she was 16 and 17 years old, but she wasn't able to qualify. She was able to, her first year eligible. Gabby took a couple years, like Patrick's referring to. And so we're saying that now we've seen that possible. Will Olivia Kersetter continue that trend, or is he right that it'll take her a couple years as she develops into a more, more well rounded athlete?
0: Uh, uh, Eric, you are di- a ding dong Sevon. Uh, Danny Spiegel is right about you. <laughs> well, fuck that hurt. I loved your, uh, I, I, I'm i going to guess you're on your fifth booster. Uh, 14th, Alyssa Fuliano. Um, uh, I know the name.
2: She made the games this past year. Uh, again, she didn't do great. She was one of the three European women that, um, Finished lower than twenty second, and they were all, I think, thirty fifth or lower. So she's definitely got something to prove. I think this competition in general will suit her far better than the CrossFit Games.
0: Are, are, are we going to see who, who's who's the best um, person south of San Diego, um, female, who's at the CrossFit Games of all time? Of all time, uh, even give me the last five years. Does South America have a promising uh, one? Women was
2: it Camp Campos? No, I mean, there is not a lot. There's, That's there, what I'm saying. She, Brenda Castro, Larry Kuna maybe could have been. Um, it's Yeah, it's tough. It's pretty barren. All righty. Sorry, uh, So Sorry no, no,
0: it's, it's okay. It's, it's fun. It's going to be fun to develop. I, I think that's also something that people can get behind also. I think when that oh, happens, that's some of the things be that a lot
2: of pluses is doing with having those competitions from Mexico, from Argentina, be direct qualifiers so that they do have a chance to send an athlete here to get some competition experience against some of the best in the world.
0: Uh, it, I think you get a little bit of that Roman Krennikov effect when we do get a, a female from South America who breaks that uh, top five. Uh, okay, um, could, could Krennikov be the people's champ? No, no Russians, right?
2: We're hey, too, too close-minded that. Be. He could be. He, he gained a lot of fans this summer. You
0: no, know, he got second. I, I
1: thought he, I was too good to be the people's champ. Yeah, but
2: he brought his baby with the headphones up there. It actually kind of looks like you right now, John. Wow, hit, Corona, Krennikov's baby does look like John. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm baby Krennikov. I'll take it.
0: Uh, Paige uh, Cemenza. i make you that shirt. Paige Cemenza oh, Roman should be
1: stronger, than.
0: How old's page
2: close to 30 great athlete. Yeah. Very impressive athlete
0: in, in the mix of she the game. What's the highest she finished at the games.
2: Ooh, she was 21st last year. I think she was really close to that th- in 2017
0: i i do uh i do kenneth i i do like this ricky's the people's champ uh but i think he no, falls into best. a a niche i think he falls into a niche
1: 21st. last year was her best showing
2: yeah she's 21st okay she's around 30th previously
0: okay so she's kind of in a do or die yep there he is uh roman Kernikoff holding john young someone get on the photoshop <laughs> john can you look that way for one second look that way for one second no other way Okay. Grab the screenshot people. That's it. <laughs> grab that screenshot and paste that in. There you go. Get on it, please. Uh, and then, t- and then text that over to uh, one of us and we'll show it before the show's over. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, Paige Semenza, a uh, great athlete, uh, kind of do or die 30 years old. Uh, Freya Moose Brueger. That's uh, a favorite year, athlete. My, it is one of my favorites. Uh, is was yet last year, her first year at the games? Yes. Yes. And uh, and an impressive showing? Outside
2: the top 30. Not great. Competed in Dubai, which we now we're seeing a few of these athletes. She did a lot better there. She was ninth compared to some of the others we talked about, like Kringle and Magalotti. I think that Freya is on a good upward trajectory. I don't know how well she'll compete after competing a month ago, but I'm assuming that she can. That's misspelled. I feel bad about that. Anyway. um, What's
0: misspelled? Her last name?
2: Yeah. But it's okay. I feel horrible too.
0: Is yeah. she still training with Pat?
2: Uh, I not like I don't think consistently, but maybe occasionally.
0: Uh, so so basically, for her, what we want to see in Freya Freya is that we want to see how she performs here to see if it's a fluke. She went to the games.
1: What will be interesting is the uh, conference finals. I guess that's what we'll call it because she arguably got in just because she was in the weakest um Semifinal
2: Atlas games, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, the you know, so, so like the, the athletes that finished third, fourth, and fifth at Atlas games this year, are, we'll see how they do relative to some of the ones that were finishing sixth, seventh, and eighth at the Syndicate and the MAC or, or at Granite games.
0: Uh, f- uh, 400 watchers. Who's the needle mover? Younger friend, look at Brian Friend is all 400 and John Young is just an accessory like a good like a fine Gucci bag or something Young is just an accessory he lost us he lost us three watchers for people who are triggered by Gucci bags it's uh it's just privilege for us to have Young on it's just he you're an accessory you okay with that John I'm okay with that okay fine he's like he he's like a a fine glass of wine that's it just sitting at the table
2: just smell Young okay uh scroll down yeah we're an hour into the show we haven't even got to the top 10 women Okay, shit, we're screwed.
0: Uh, Elena
2: from from Spain. Yeah. Um, I Where'd you have Elena Cartala, John?
1: I think we have her in the same spot. Where do you have her? 11. I have her 13th.
2: Okay, so, so just knocking on the door of the top 10. Um, she did have a pretty good semifinal. Again, I think this is a, a, a good example of an athlete that will do better in this style of competition than at the games. Uh, I do think she'll be exposed on a couple things I'm curious to see how she does in the swimming event and um, but she can I, I don't think she's gonna have any top three finishes, but I think she can have some if she's not you know well, it depends on the heat sizes I think she can have some like fifth to eighth place finishes in some of her better events and uh, those will be offset by some a few in the 20s, maybe one or two in the 20s and most of her finishes will be you know 11 through 17.
0: All righty, number 10. Uh, uh, John, here as we go through every single one in the top 10, will you also tell us um, who you have in those spots so that Caleb doesn't have to go back and forth? Sure, sure. Uh, Caitlin Van Zyle.
1: Okay. Uh, do you just want me to say where I have her?
0: Uh, sure, or just tell us who you have in 10th.
1: I have Oihana Moya Oliver.
0: Okay. And we saw Oihana, was, she was at Rogue, right?
2: No, she was also in Dubai. She took, she I think she took fourth there. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh. Yeah. She, oh, fifth, fifth. fifth.
0: Uh. And, and has Caitlin been to the games?
2: Caitlin Van Zyl has been to the games as a team athlete.
0: A team. Yeah. The
2: last two years and um, competed with her husband and then another couple, a team from New Zealand. She's being coached by Justin Kotler now. And I'm, a, she had a Vegas. <laughs> no, she lives in, They live in New Zealand. And she's
1: on a team with Carrie Pierce and Ariel Lowen, correct?
2: Uh, I don't think that's a team. I think she's with Sarah Sigma, team.
1: Sarah and Emily? Yeah, I think so. So, okay.
2: Yeah, that's right. She's on one of the teams
1: that has a chance to podium for the team competition.
2: She's a great – she's really good on the – she's a bigger – uh, Than most of the women competing, she should be really good on anything with machine, really good on anything running, pretty good in the water. I think she would have placed like sixth or seventh on the swimming and skiing workout amongst the elite individual women at the games. Uh, decent gymnastics and barbell cycling for a for someone who's a little bit how tall is she? I five seven. So not as big as a Hannah Carlson, but on the on the bigger side.
0: Uh, Cindy McElishin, uh number nine. Who do you got in the ninth spot, John? Ninth spot, I have Sydney Michalation. Wow. Same it's place. crazy when you guys get them the same like that. Uh, yep. I, I, I feel like every time we watch her, she's one of those athletes that we know is so good and we're just hoping to see improvements, correct?
2: Definitely. It- and especially now that she's had a little bit of more time under her belt with up at comp train. You know, they obviously have taken some heat in the last year for a variety of different reasons, but that's an athlete that they've invested in and, and she's made a decision to move down there to try to improve. And I think that maybe, you know, Wadapalooza, just keep in mind that Wadapalooza is not a CrossFit semifinals. It's not the games. It's not Rogue. There's a different flavor of competition here. The events have a little different style. And so you often get people that do really well or really poorly at this competition that then have an inverse um level of success at, at a semifinal or at the games even. Um, so
1: it's a less a, pressure for sure. There's, there's way the environment is just very, very different.
2: So, for, you know, for Michaelition. Yeah. There's some things that I'll be looking at specifically this weekend to see uh, how she's coming along. You know, if they're asked to, to go long. I want to see how she does. She's had a couple good long events, a couple bad long events. Uh, i'm I want to see where her lifting number is at with the clean and jerk. I want to see some of her gymnastics capacity on the ring muscle ups. So yeah, we'll get a chance to, to check in with her, see where her training's at. But again, I think that, and she's kind of young. I think that depending on what shows up at semifinals, Um, she could do like substantially better at a semifinal than she does at Waddle this weekend.
0: Does she win an event this week?
2: I don't think so. John? No. Uh, number eight.
0: Paige Powers was just on the show, uh, coming from an incredible training pedigree. And, uh, I mean, I don't get it from all the interviews. This girl wants to win. This girl wants to be the best in the world. John, would you ever?
1: I have Caitlin Van Zyl in that one. I have Paige Powers seventh.
0: Okay. Uh, Brian, uh, why not uh, a win for Paige Powers? We're looking at a games
2: athlete here to win the competition. Yeah. I, mean- I will. I will say I was very impressed with her attitude, her mentality uh, on the show. I think she's just, you know, and it's it's not it does it doesn't even necessarily have to do with age. Obviously, I've picked someone younger than her to win this competition, but. I think that when I look, this is what Patrick's talking about, different body types, different types of uh, adaptation and the time that it takes. <clears throat> and there's some things that are just intangible. Like on paper, I could I could see the argument for Paige Powers to be uh, a podium finisher in this competition and maybe it'll happen. But when I looked at all the events and I looked at the things that she's good at and I looked at the other athletes, I just thought that over the course of these workouts, this is this is where she'll end up. She is someone that could have some, uh, you know, one or two top three finishes, though.
0: And her team, she's going to be surrounded by her team. I mean, her, the, the the people she trains with are going to be there. Yeah, mayhem. Yeah, yeah. And so that's it's going to be a good environment for her.
2: What are your thoughts about her, John? Amazing semifinal last year. struggle at the games, relatively speaking.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. She kind of is just stuck for me. Like she's like, good enough to be top 10 and want to lose it, but, like, until she, like, beats big-name people, I don't think I can put her past big-name people. She's kind of, like, she's, like, in that tier that's behind everybody that matters. I know this that sounds bad, but everybody who's in contention for a podium, like, it's those people, and then she's in the tier right below it. And until she beats those people in a big competition like this, it's hard for me to put her past
0: them. Does that make sense? Dustin? Uh she was most improved last year. What are you talking about, John? Sean M.
1: I mean that's well, great, but I'm, go ahead, Brian.
2: I mean most improved in what regard? Again, we, we we know that she competed at the Atlas games and she had an incredible performance there, almost almost matching Emma Lawson, you know, up a finish for finish. But there was a big drop off in terms of talent after those two. And we saw that exposed at the CrossFit games. So when she's put in, if she was in a different semifinal field, I can guarantee you she wasn't taking second place. Probably would have been fourth through seventh at those other semifinals and may or may not have made the games in some cases. She went to the games and had a finish that was more indicative of that. I do think that she's had it, Probably had a very productive offseason. She did take that trip to Italy, but I don't think that was too big of an interruption. I'm excited that we get to see her here. I think that this is an important competition for her, regardless of how she does, just to get some competition experience, to get another checkpoint, and then to go back. Because for her, the Open and the quarterfinals will happen, and she'll just train right through those. She's going to have to be ready for semifinals, especially if she's in the East. Um, and she's going have to have to have had improved from last year's semifinals, no matter how good it looks like she did if she wants to make it back to the games.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't put any stock into the Atlas Games fin- semifinal at all. I know that sounds harsh, but the people that competed. But there, fair, like, harsh, but fair. Yeah, yeah. But like, we'll see how she does in the Eastern Conference Finals oh uh, because that will be she will be against very very good people the whole time. <laughs> and for if she makes it to the games in that semifinal, then uh, then she can. Devon, did
2: you get perfect. that?
0: <laughs> yeah uh caleb anytime you want go ahead go ahead i just want to thank um uh i want to uh barbell spin has always been an amazing contributor to the show and a dear friend of the show and now i will put him up on, on a higher ranking uh there is uh you were wondering who terrible. the needle mover is how did you is? do
2: that so fast that God, is that's incredible good. Oh, my God. There's John, a Roman Krennikov popping off anytime you call me on my phone.
1: Maybe, maybe some of his aerobic ability will rub off on me now. Because... Uh, I
0: can tell you that Roman Krennikov's kid will be the strongest child uh, the planet has ever seen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My they just, goodness. They just keep rolling in, man. Oh, my oh. goodness.
1: If it means anything. where's I... You know
0: why he's smiling? Look where Roman's hand is. <laughs> that was from Travis from Vindicate. Oh, man. My goodness. No, he can't lift as much as me, so. <clears throat> there you go. I'll
1: let him be my father with that.
0: Yeah, good. So good. Okay. No one is uh, exempt from a little bit of trolling. Uh, so, okay, so Paige Powers, one to watch. Uh, what? What? Let me ask you this about her. Uh, can she go? Can, do you see someday her being a top five games athlete?
2: <sighs> it's really, really hard. I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility for her, but if you ask me right now yes or no, I would say no.
1: How old is she? She's 19. 19 or 20, yeah. Like, the problem is there's so many super good young people. Um, You know, like, do you see her being better than Emma Carey? Do you see her being better than Haley, than Mal? Like, Laura's going to be there forever. Gabby's going to be there for a long time. Like, there's so many really good younger people in the women's division. It's It's just hard. Like, when you say those names... She has to jump those people to get into the top five. And that's,
0: um, that's w- when you, when you look at um, uh, uh, the NBA, clearly the, in the WNBA, clearly the NBA is better. And when you look at only fans, clearly the, the women's division is better. Uh, when you look at CrossFit, is it also like that? Is the women's division just a better place? Like for competition, for sport, for people like us to talk about is the women's division more, does it have an edge on the men? Thoughts? I,
1: I think CrossFit is a, a brighter rare, future. A rare place where they're pretty equal. Okay. Uh, like when one person is dominating, the other side's always more fun to talk about. Like when Matt Fraser was dominating and Tia and Cara were going back and forth, it's much more fun to talk about the women. Or when Sarah was really good. Like we didn't know who was going to win. It would be Sarah. It could be Catherine. Could be Annie. It could be Tia. It could be Cara. That's much more fun to talk about. And we just know Matt's going to win. And then the men's division has been like that while Tia's been kind of reigning. I know Justin's won the last two, but if everybody's close enough, it's fun to debate. Um, so, I, I mean, I think they're pretty equal and um, exciting to talk about. just depends who's on top at the time.
0: Fair. Uh, number
1: seven.
2: Uh, <clears throat> I had <throat> page seven. So, yeah, uh, we, so we had the same women, seven through ten, just in a different order. Okay. Number six. Oyana, the one thing about Oyana I'll say is I wrote an article about, um, some athletes that flew under the radar last year at Wadapalooza. And she was one that I picked. She had a wrist injury, I think during maybe the swimming event or something. And then she had to withdraw after the celebrate 10 event, which had a lot of handstand push ups and ring muscle ups and overhead squats that really messed her wrist up. She was still recovering from that during semifinals. And she managed to make the last chance qualifier anyway. Now she has, uh, she's healthy. She took fifth place in Dubai I think she would have taken top 10 at Wadapalooza last year if she had been able to finish the competition healthy. And so I'm picking her to be inside the top 10 this year. I also think she's a danger to, to take a game spot out of Europe next season. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's, she's that's part a, of that training culture uh, team in Spain. That's a huge statement.
0: Uh, okay. Number uh, six. Uh, Alan Kesterbaum. Hiller can't win the gauntlet. He can do really well in it, but can't win. Can't, uh, can't win. Okay. Uh, number uh, six. Emily Rolf. Uh, had to pull out of the games this year with an injury. Uh, how many times has she been to the games, CrossFit Games?
2: Uh, I think... Four? F- yeah, three or four. So for so, me, there's I drew a line, basically. Uh, so Rolfin above, as we're considering tier. the top class or top tier of women in this yeah, field.
1: There's definitely a separation after the, after seven.
2: I can't believe you
0: put Oihana above uh, Cindy Mikalishan.
2: Well, you know how I feel about the strength of the European women relative to north american women i okay. think that they're on par or above even though they're still getting half well we'll see but they they're guaranteed half the number of spots i hope that the european women just absolutely obliterate whatever the qualifiers are that they're assessing to make the world ranking system and that they get 15 spots to the u.s 15 spots this year because i i'll take the top 15 women in europe over north america
0: fair okay yeah consistent uh okay emily rolf uh let's go to number five where do you have Rolf? Um, I have Rolf fifth, Emma sixth. Okay. <clears throat> uh Andrea Nisler. Uh I don't know if this is this true is, or not, but this is the most we se-
1: disagree a lot.
0: This is uh the most seasoned of all the uh female competitors out there, best pedigree, uh most competition experience. Um I would put it on par with
2: Sarah Sigmund's daughter.
0: Okay. Fair fair. Uh but 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 a better pedigree than uh Sarah Sigmund's
2: daughter. I don't think so. I, don't, no? I think I think taking two two third places at the CrossFit Games is way more impressive than two team championships. Uh, That's it's the no,
1: most Andrea's it's, it's, ever done on an individual but, competition.
0: But but here here it is. It's, it's who Andrea Nissler trains with is what I was thinking.
2: Sarah Singmaster is trained with just about everyone in the sport. Yeah, but she can't stay still. Nissler moved from Minnesota to Tennessee last year. She moved back to Minnesota this year. I mean, I she, believe she it. wasn't she on the team that beat Rich's team at, at, in uh, Rogue that one year. Not at the games.
1: No, that was Wasatch that beat him. Was it Hacker Brooks?
2: 2017. No, Adrian Conway.
0: Adrian. Um, I think we interviewed Nissler at some point. Maybe it was at Zealous Games, and she said she would not be doing any more individual events ever. And here she
2: is. And here she is. Yeah. And I and both her and Pat Vellner put a little comment on my uh, on my Instagram that said, "Oh, great, no pressure." So, no pressure, Andrea. Let's see what you got. I I think
0: uh, she is going to be either first or second. Uh, Where do you have her, John? I have her second.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Number four.
2: I'll just say about Andrea because a lot of people did message me about her. Uh, There are a lot of people saying they believe she's one of the top 10 fittest women in the world. I agree. Uh, I disagree with that. I disagree
1: with that. But in this field.
2: I don't. I think I don't think she'd have any chance to finish in the top ten at the Games field over an entire Games testing. I do think she would finish in the top twenty, but mm. I also think all of these six women would finish in the top twenty, the top six or have the chance to.
0: Okay. How can you say anything about Sarah? <laughs> Seriously, how can you say anything about? It? Isn't it just like holy shit? How do we know anything? uh yep. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't her last competition Wadapalooza last year?
2: No, she com- she she was uh, she competed at semifinals. How'd she do there? Hold on. Um, she basically so she him. made the same mistake at Wadapalooza last year that she made at semifinals. She got injured? She pushed it too hard on the lifting event. So that she basically hurt herself on the lifting event at Wadapalooza last year, and then she and and, um, and then you know, kind of set back everything that she had been doing up to that point which I think was moving in the right direction. Excuse me. Last year at Wadapalooza, she was fifth and seventh on the first two workouts before overdoing it on that, on that lifting workout. So she was off to a decent start. She had had, I mean, Dubai last year was her first, or I guess it's two years ago now, was her first competition back, and she did okay. She was seventh. She finished in between Nistler and Rolf, so she's right in the conversation with girls like that. And the women that beat her were Laura Horvath, Kristen Holt, Gabby McGowan, Sam Briggs, and Jacqueline Dahlstrom. So very impressive uh You know, athletes. It's not like it was a a bad finish in seventh place. I didn't think she needed to do Wadapluz last year. She decided to do it, and it obviously was a, a problem. You could fast forward to semifinals and then the barbell complex. She made a big jump between lifts one and two, and it was probably the most least fun I had watching anyone do anything during semifinals live last year, watching her struggle through that. Clean, 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 front squat, front squat. Every one of them looked heavy and difficult and putting a lot of strain on her body. And I think, and she missed the jerk. Then she tried it again. And at that point, I mean, she did come back and win an event at semifinals after that. And it was an impressive individual event performance, but I think she should have sacrificed weight on the lift and preserved herself for the rest of the events. And I think she actually would have made the games last year if she'd done that, despite the setback at Wadapalooza. Everything that I've heard in the buildup to this competition is that she's having fun. She's looking great. She's feeling fit and she's healthy. So I actually think she has a chance to win this thing. This is, in my opinion, a lot of people thought this was a ludicrous pick to pick her this high. I felt like it was somewhat of a conservative pick. Um, I think I am hopeful that she's smart with the lifting event. I'm hopeful that she's confident enough on the, uh, the rest of the stuff Um, like those lateral hurdle jumps makes me a little nervous. Shut uh, shuttle run. Not great when you're coming back from a knee, but I think she has the confidence to move through everything that she needs to do. And even though I put her fourth, I will not be surprised at all if she's on the podium.
1: And she's, she's with Think Tank right now, right?
2: Yeah. So Max is not coaching her. Perrin is coaching her now. Uh, one of the female coaches at Training Think Tank and from the people I know who have been there that they, they seem to think that that's a really good fit. So everything I've heard is really positive about Sarah. And a couple of people who know her well, I'm always skeptical. Like, you know, I get these messages from everyone that their buddy is going to do amazing and whatever. Um, But the people who know Sarah well that I've heard from said she has a chance to win this thing.
1: I have her third.
2: And I'll say this. She's doing the team competition. I think that's a bad decision. I think she should just do the individual, call it a day, enjoy the fans on the weekend, and then let's see her in semifinals.
0: Uh, th- it is it is pretty wild that she's
2: doing both, right?
0: Are they allowed a substitute?
2: <coughs> it depends on how you qualified. I like get. Like I'm if curious
1: you, if she gets like third or second and does awesome, but is fried. Like if she could just be like, "All right, guys, you know, I'm
2: good." You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on the policy either.
0: I don't see the uh, DM you sent me with the picture of John Young,
2: but I, I'm impressed that I even tried to
0: find it. Okay. Uh, that's from G G something. G. Just to be clear, you're impressed with yourself. I'm impressed. Yeah. That I tried to dig through there and do that. Fucking stressed me out. Yeah. Money. Send money. Yes. Money. Oh, she's doing it for the prize money. No, Sarah doesn't need Not money. for the team. Teen- no. <laughs> good one. Uh, number three, Danny Spiegel took, uh, 16th, 17th, 19th at the CrossFit game. 17th. Games?
2: Very good. 17th. Very good. You got it in your second try. Um, and fifth place at Waterpalooza last year and fifth place at Waterpalooza in 2019. None of the women that beat her in either of those years, except for uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, is competing. And what will Danny be wearing, uh, John?
0: What will she be wearing? Probably the yeah. Eat Me shirt.
2: Oh, good good guess. <laughs>
0: um,
2: the answer is as little as is acceptable. As little as is acceptable. And yes. then slightly less than that.
0: And no, the same dancer will be wearing a little slightly less than that. They'll look at Danny Spiegel's and be, I'll one up you. I'll make it a little smaller. Uh, number dose, number dose, Emma Tall, number two.
2: Yeah, uh, I think Emma Tall is an incredible athlete that um, has rarely met, like lived up to her expectations. She qualified for this by winning the Madrid championship. I almost picked her to win it outright. I basically, I just think that amongst these six women, these workouts are really good for her. And I think that she's gonna have pretty consistent top five finishes and it's gonna keep her in contention to win it throughout.
1: She's a very good swimmer, right?
2: Yeah.
1: And didn't she compete in swimming
0: beforehand?
2: Yeah, it's so it's so crazy how many actually good swimmers are on the women's field. But uh yeah, she's amongst the best.
0: Yeah. Oh shit. We had her on the show. She was the one two years ago that had the last chance qualifier at hiccup.
2: Yeah, yeah she, she got right. gypped. Yeah, David Sharonke is her uh significant other. He's a giant. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He is huge. Yeah, we've, we've had him on, too, uh, maybe at the same time they were on.
0: Um, uh, Brian, she was at the Games this last year, Amitol?
2: No, so she had to, she withdrew prior to semifinals due to injury, so we missed her at semifinals. We missed her at the Games. She, I think she was 19th, 18th, somewhere between 18th and 20th at the Games the year before that, so towards the bottom of the women that made the final cut, and then she won Madrid, and we haven't seen her since. So um, didn't get to see her second... The iteration at the games this season around, I do think she's very much in contention in Europe for a game spot next season.
0: Uh, I like girls who eat me, it's not not bad for a shirt. Uh,
1: what is what does the shirt actually say? I, I, girls, you mean eat. that this didn't mean for that to sound like that? Uh, that's what it is, girls who eat,
0: yeah. So. No, oh, I think okay. that was that was fair. That was you played it safe, Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian. Brian, you were just trying to be honest, and Brian was trying to uh, tickle my fancy. Look at the size of this fucking guy.
2: This is her dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's David, yeah.: And she's no small girl. No, she, I just think she's well, you're five, six, so a little, little above average for Cross: What is Sharanki six, two? Yeah. Yeah, she's built like a brick shit house, too yeah, I mean, look, she's at she's actually i mean, she's she's pretty well rounded um, good, good with weights, good with gymnastics, good with barbell, good with um machines, <clears throat> good in the water. Uh, long run is probably the one thing she doesn't want to see
0: hey, I, I I only know her from um you know, when she was in that in that pinch with crossFit and the last chance qualifier. but it, another thing that's cool about it, she got a little chip on her shoulder, right? Definitely. They both
2: do. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And which is cool. I like, I like that. Like a little bit of like, fuck you. Like I'm not winning just for me, but I'm winning to like lift my middle finger in the air. Little chip. Maybe Daniel Brandon got that too. Little chip. Chip on the shoulder. Maybe Fraser had maybe a little chip, two chips. Okay. Number one. Uh, Emma Carey. I was, I can't tell you how happy I was to see that. Does she really have a chance of winning this? John, who'd you pick to win? Emma Carey. You did? Yeah. Seven. Look Why does it that. surprise you? I just, I mean, she got a little bit of the Sarah Sigmund's daughter thing going. Obviously, not as is significant, but she isn't she a complete unknown, aren't we? Like th- this is her coming out party, right? I'm gonna let John go first. Have we? When's the last time we've seen Emma Carey compete?
1: Oh, the games 2021. She, she
0: wasn't no, at Rome. Dubai. She was in Dubai. This last year. Two years ago. Holy crap!
2: And what, she the, did. So she did compete in the open. Uh, she was, or she was going to try to compete in the open, but when the deadlifting burpee workout came out, she decided not to continue with the season because she was still dealing with a back injury that she, that was lingering. She took that time and went through a very thorough process with Matt Torres, uh, of rehabbing that and getting, you know, getting, laying another set of foundation basically, and then building strength on top of that, um, she is of, of, I mean, it's, it's almost scary, like her level of maturity compared to her age. And it, and it is across the board. I mean, Mal O'Brien's kind of like this too, but it's a little different talking to Emma. She's, she's very nice, but she's like, it's almost like you're talking to a 35 year old in terms of discipline and, and approach. But then she has like the innocence of a kid. Anyway, they've been working really hard. I've been from everything that I've heard from Matt and from the other, the others down there. I, I, believe that Emma Carey is the top 10 fittest she, she is the one in this field that I think is top 10 in the world that's yeah, I mean, one of the reasons even, why I picked her to win
1: even if you take just what she would be in 2021 like if you if you if she's just that good however she was there she's the best in this field um she like like he said there was a long recovery process yeah I think before she got hurt her and Mal were right next to each other like, Mal would finish third in the world in the quarterfinals. Emma finished fourth in the world. They were neck and neck every competition they did. Um, including semifinals
2: that year, where she actually yeah, won. Yeah,
1: including semifinals. She beat uh, Mal, correct?
2: Was, I think she was second and Mal was third.
1: And Mal was third. Like, they were neck and neck. And, I, and I'm and i not saying she's as good as Mal. But she got hurt and then recovered. And Mal forced and went to Frasers And is you know, super great. Like, Emma's potential... Is it's more than people think. She's kind of like the forgotten name, but her and Mal were neck and neck until she got hurt and Mal took off. Um, I think I almost think she's gonna win this running away. Like, I don't think she's she my really, old, she is she 20? Is she how no, old is she now? She's no? eighteen. 18? Um, she's I don't fair. think she's going to win a bunch of events, but I think she'll get like second in everything. That's how that's how I see her.
2: <clears throat> she's really strong. I mean that year at semifinal, she snatched 200 pounds, and we talked about great swimmer. Yeah, she's fine in the water. Gymnastics, great. Or I think that I really do think that she already had everything that like all the kind of pieces were there, but that just basically putting the the movement patterns, taking a little bit more focus on that, the work that she's done the past year, is that she's just moving overall better now, and yeah, I, I mean. It's a, it is an unknown field. Like, there's a big question about, about Emma Carey, of course. Sarah Sigma daughter, of course. Uh, Emma Tall didn't do this season because of injury. Emily Rolf had to withdraw from the games. Like, there's a lot of little unknowns. Andrea Nista was on a team. Spiegel's the one we know the most about of this group, I guess. But I think that people are going to be pleasantly surprised by what they see from Emma
1: yeah, Carey. It's going to be super exciting, too, because I do think she's kind of like forgot been forgotten about. And I think it's going to be like, allow me to reintroduce myself. Um, mm, party for mm. her.
0: great quote. Uh, what about the pressure of the event? Uh, t- young two years out of the limelight and uh, it's going to be noisy over there at Wadapalooza.
2: is a, <laughs> the main reason I was considering not picking her is I don't want her to feel any pressure. I hope that she's going there and just competing free and competing ha- ca- confident. She will be aggressive in attack workouts. That's what she does. But, um, yeah, hopefully she can enjoy it. And, uh, and this can be a good like like turning point for her to get some confidence back and say like, yep, I'm ready to be back out there and do my thing.
0: Ah, uh, uh, Maharaj, the hammer. She was better than Mal, but Mal took off and she got hurt. She has potential to be better, but we will
2: see where she is now. Let. I was just going to say like the the one thing about that semifinals that was a granite games in twenty in um twenty twenty one. <clears throat> and Mal actually did get her on the last workout. But if I remember correctly, she took was, that
1: risk. Uh, it was that double was dumbbell ahead.
2: overhead walking lunge at the end. And it was a very notable difference in approach. Both of them had locked up a, a spot to the games already at this point. And I think Emma decided to go for it. She and went to it. go
1: unbroken because she yeah. could win the whole thing if she won that event.
2: And she, and instead of winning that workout, she faded to 17th and she just kept trying and failing, trying and failing. And it cost her what probably would have been the overall win. And so it ended up going aerial, then Mal, Mal took the more uh, calculated approach, set him Safe. down, set him down and went and, and ended up taking second on the workout and second overall. But, but to this person, uh commentator comment sections point, they were on par with each other at that point. Yes.
0: Uh, no, uh, Jeff, I don't make any money, but it just rains pussy on me. Okay. Uh, the question was, Sevon, do you make a lot of money through YouTube? Um, can I, can we switch over to the, uh, boys? Uh, do you, do you what do you guys think about starting at the top for the boys? Fine. Okay, fine. Then we'll start at the bottom again and race up. I was giving you guys an out. Okay, here we go. Let's start at the bottom. Uh, Mr. Beaver, we will try to move fast. No more dilly-dally, no more reading the comments.
2: Okay. I'm just going to say this while we're do- while we're done. Multiple people have messaged me about Ray Romanic mm-hmm. and have said that this guy injured himself during semifinals last year, but that he's basically a savage beast and this is this happens occasionally where there's one guy that all of a sudden gets a bunch of attention and uh or in, in like people are telling me, watch this guy, watch this guy, watch this guy. Last year it was Riley Good coming into this competition, and he finished basically exactly where I picked him, which was the, near the bottom. So, Ray Romanik, everyone's telling me you're amazing. Tell me you're a great swimmer, gymnast, and uh absolute animal who has a t- the potential to be top ten in a semifinal. Let's see what you got.
1: No pressure. <laughs>
2: Number thirty nine. We have one more uh, individual man
0: competing than the women. We had thirty eight women. We have thirty nine men. Uh, Lucas Ozarki, Lucas Grulev, Fernando Yanza, and Ray Romanov.
2: Excellent. Thank you.
0: Uh Uh-oh, I see a name I recognize. Uh, Benjamin Gutierrez, Travon, uh, Benton, Samuel Paquin, Tiago Luzes is 32, and 31, Artur Semenov Is that the next hope uh, coming out of Russia, this Artur guy?
2: Well, he made the games this past year. So, first of all, Ben Gutierrez has some really impressive lifting numbers listed, so I'm excited to see what he can do on the clean and jerk at the very least. Uh, Travon Benton, uh, kind of a a semifinal guy in North America. I think he's getting better. We'll see. Samuel Paqueen actually won the RX division last year at Guadalooza. Now he's made it into the elite division. So well done, Samuel. Tiago Luces is a guy from Portugal that I'm kind of interested in in general, but he's underwhelmed in the competitions he's done in the off season so far, one of which I believe was Madrid. And Artur Semenov, yeah, he made the games last year. I think it was a little bit, uh, well, I don't have a lot to say about the Asian semifinals. I don't know. He was injured at the game, so it was hard to say how good he actually is and we'll see. I mean, I'm hopeful that he comes, both him and Keelan Henry are in this field. Both of them Mm. come from Asia, qualify from Asia and Africa respectively. And both of them had a hamstring injury at the game. So we basically got to see a a fraction of what their potential might be. So I'm hoping, I I mean, I'm hopeful that that he's really good and he can prove me wrong. I've spoken to a couple of people who know him a little better than I do. And they said that um, it was fortunate for him to make the semifinals last year or the f- games last year. They don't expect him to be able to do it again, but certainly winner, it, our tour, but it certainly commend him for coming to Miami here. He sh- I think he should. It's a great opportunity. Uh, you don't, like I said, he, it's hard to make this field. So hopefully he does well.
0: Uh, how old is he? Our uh,
2: One sec. Not sure.
0: What made me think of that question was, is the fact that you, you, you don't expect him to make it back. So I'm guessing also, Okay, so he has a small window to improve. Is Keelan Henry at Wadapalooza? Yeah, we'll get to him. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's scroll to number three. Uh, Jack Rosema. Oh, I know that name. Uh, John Wood. Great name. Cam Crockett. Wow, these are all great names. Uh, Philip Muscarella and Nate Ackerman. Uh, how do I know uh, Jack uh, Rosema? Uh, Zealous Games or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then and basically, Jack, John, and Cam are all semifinals. Uh, maybe like 15th-ish in the semifinal this past year. So um, pretty, like, very good. Philip Muscarella, uh, he'll, he's also competing on a team with Dennis Samsonov. Their team took fourth place last year at Wadapalooza. Um, I think he's very, very fit, very fun to watch, but I think better in a team competition than an individual. And then Nate Ackerman is uh, the last time he competed at the CrossFit Games. He won the teenage division. That was two seasons ago.
0: So for me, what's he done since then? For me, I'm always interested Nate. in these guys who are going to make the leap. Obviously, we've seen a lot of women do it. But for me, this is as a fan. This is like after looking at the top guys, I'm more interested in the people who are going to make the leap than, let's say, the bottom 10 or 20 at the CrossFit Games. Is, is, is Nate on track to becoming a household name in our little CrossFit world? He was. Go
1: ahead.
2: I'd say the jury's out he's I think he's making intelligent moves. he's training down there at brute uh coach Dom I believe is his is his coach, but he's there with the uh, you know Sprague and Dallin and fee and danielle and emma and 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 the whole crew. so I think he's put himself in an environment where he's challenged daily he has he's very strong for a young man, which is often you know a difficult thing to acquire when you're young, but that's what we see with these guys that are coming along like Gee. Very strong young was able to make the transition. Dallin's pretty strong, able to make the transition. Jack Farlow is pretty strong. He's someone we're looking at. So, Nate's a couple years behind those guys, but he has that similar, um, like, flag in his cap or something where he's, he's very strong. He's put himself in a good environment. So, I think he's setting himself up for the best chance to make it to the games. Um, but I still think, I don't think he has any chance to make it to games this year, but next year, maybe.
1: He was, a, he was 100 guys outside of the semifinal last year. Outside of the okay.
0: semifinals. Uh, how old is he? Do we know? 19? 18. 18? So And then basically, if Dallin and Sprague and Emma are the experiment, um, version one, uh, coming out of the brute camp, he could be version two. Meaning he, there's a lot of chance for him to learn what worked and didn't work for the three people who've made the leap from teens to games already ahead of him in the same camp. All right, cool. Good luck, Nate. I'm, uh, I'm excited to watch it, brother. Good luck. Uh, and I bet she has good parents or shitty parents. And he's, and his, he's just his trying mom to mom is
2: a multiple. I think she's a multiple time games athlete too. Julie. Ackerman. Okay. Then I'm going to go with good parents. Okay.
0: Uh, 25. Cause you know, you could always have really shitty parents and then, then you got to do something amazing <clears throat> too. Uh, Kike. Excuse me. Burnout says Brian.
2: Excuse me. I you. helping you. Uh, uh, what the fuck is that name? <laughs> <laughs> Kike. Sir is that really how you say his name?
0: No, it's uh, Kaike. Kaike. I bet you it is Kaike, and they just have to say Kaike.
1: You know, he sent me and Brian a DM pronouncing his name because we didn't know how to pronounce it, and we still didn't know how to pronounce it after listening to him. We still had no clue.
0: Is it? Did he send you a voice DM where he says it? Yeah. It? Yeah, well, that's cool. Canceled. Canceled. Yes, definitely canceled. Okay. Uh so he's been around. We recognize the name. He was at
2: Watapalooza last year. He was 32nd. I think he'll do a little better this year. He's from Brazil.
0: Okay. Uh Casper Gamelamark.
2: Gamelamark, Danish guy. Yeah. One of the top fit, fit one of the most fit guys in in uh Denmark.
0: He probably plays the board game Clask. Tall, uh, very had, tall guy. We had the inventor of Clask on. It's the most popular board game in Denmark. I play it with my kids regularly.
2: Uh, Damien, uh, Martinez, Satorres. It's actually, I'm just kind of la- laughing, thinking about the size of Damien compared to Casper. They're like polar ends of the spectrum. Damien's smaller guy. Casper's big. Damien's from Spain. Uh, you saw him win one of the Zalos games workouts. He competed in Dubai. Didn't have he won great Zalos games. He won the workout and he won it overall. Okay, good. Yeah. Who did Damien Satorres did? Yeah. yeah, actually that's, isn't it. That maybe that's how he qualified for this. Did he do the call? oh he, no, he but did he wasn't
0: call call. at the event he won no, the online because
1: okay. the event was just showcasing it and then you could do it
0: online he won the whole thing and okay. then uh Peter Mason was at the Zellos games yes and uh, uh, he he was fa- i remember him being fast right he's he's a speedy guy yeah. fast so mover. He, was,
1: he was third in the uh flush royal flush workout the clean burpee um thruster burpee workout uh Damien, what are you were supposed to do Damien was first. Yeah. I was concussed at the time, Brian.
0: <laughs> Leave me alone. Got a small car accident. If Saul if Sevon followed Craig Ritchie, he would know more of these overseas athletes. Okay. Uh Sevon thinking Brian called him something rude. Yes. My whole family. My all the generations. I felt I felt everyone turn. I'm not even Jewish. What am I talking about? Uh Peter Peter Mason. Um uh Okay, so uh, fast mover, young kid, right? He's
2: young. Pete Mason, 20s. I
0: feel feel like I see him in the comments. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's another Mason. 27. He's
1: 27.
0: If you are watching now and you haven't subscribed to this station,
2: I hope someone parks too close to you today and dings your car. John, do you have any of these five in the top twenty?
1: Um, I have Peter Mason twentieth. That's the highest out of those five.
2: Where do you have
0: Raquelme?
1: Twenty second.
0: Okay. Augustine Raquelme number twenty one uh, as ranked by Brian Friend from Barbend uh, Games Athlete. Yeah. Yep.
2: But not uh, not great showings. Not great showing at the games. Um, the weights are just place. too
1: heavy when he gets there.
2: 32nd the year before, but there were like six withdraws or seven withdraws that year. So it's basically third to last. And then 38th this year, which was second to last with one withdraw. So much, again, some of these athletes I've mentioned that you're going to see a better version of Raquel May at this competition than you'll see at the CrossFit Games. He
1: he did win an open workout worldwide, though. First in the whole world, um, bar muscle up. Going with the toes to bar, uh, chest to bar, and then bar muscle ups with a minute in between.
0: If you guys remember that one. I don't, but are you saying he's going to win an event here too? John hasn't
2: seen all the events yet, but there is one event that I think he could be in the mix to win.
1: If it's just gymnastics and not heavy barbell in between, like he's, especially on a rig, he's very like best in the world.
0: All right. Augustine Raquelman. Well, where's he from? France, France, Argentina. Oh, all right. Uh, Number 20. Breaking into the top twenty, moving quite along. So we did the first twenty in fifteen minutes. Not bad. Uh, number twenty Spencer's
2: not competing. My bad.
0: Uh, number twenty, Austin Spencer. Brian says he's out. Those of you who don't remember, Austin Spencer replaced. I'm just showing off for Brian now. Uh, replaced Ni- Nicoloy. Replace the guy. Ah, st- oh, god damn it! What? What is it? Nicoloy Joyel. Nic- Nic- yeah. Nicholas. Nicholas Joyel. Uh, we gave popped-
2: you a chance. We gave you a fair chance. Thank you. you. I believe it.
0: She, if we weren't at an hour and 45 minutes, you probably could have given me another 10 seconds. Uh, so Austin Spencer won't be there. Uh, injured. Do we know what happened to him? His wife said he can't come. Not sure. She's competing on a team though. Oh, okay. So he'll probably be there. Does he make it to the games again? Or you think that was just a fluke? I don't think so. Um, I dude. think
1: he's a, uh, he's more likely to make it than Fuseli.
0: Wow. Okay, well, I like the way you contextualize that. That's why you're on the show. Uh, number 19, Keelan Henry, who was on this show, uh, he is jacked out of his mind. If you Where'd are going to be down? a Wadapalooza, take a picture next to this guy with his shirt off. Yeah, he I know you really
1: like that guy. Uh, he is a
0: freak of nature. He's got chip
2: on his shoulder, too. He, he got a little bitterness in him, a little axe to grind. I have Keelan 21st. Okay, so a similar spot. I think Keelan actually would have done quite well at a few events at the games this past summer. I learned a lot about him by spending some time with his coach, Dennis, who also coaches Guillaume Briand. And I hopeful that that Keelan's healthy. He's he is a smaller guy. He's very strong. He's uh, in a similar similar category to Augustine Raquel Riquelme. Where on a certain styles of workouts can he do very well? I think like there's a, you know maybe one or two events here where we might see something like a fifth place finish from him.
0: Uh, Leonel Franco, I remember struggling with his name in the past. Where is he from? Dubai? Did I see him in Dubai? Uh, or- I don't know I mean, about any
2: major off-season competitions, but he was tenth place at a semifinal at Granite Games this year, and he had a I think he was maybe second or third on the opening event, which was a hand walk thruster. Okay,
0: and then. Making the jump from teams to individual this year at the games is the, is the challenge for this uh, young man, Uh, Luke Parker. uh, Definitely someone I definitely want to be keeping my eyes on. Do you guys think he makes it uh, individual this year?
1: No, not this year, but I think he could next year.
0: Brian. I like that answer. Okay. Uh, Henry. And he's, is he also going teams also? uh Luke Parker I mean he's, is not, he al-
2: he's not listed for a team for Watford plus no okay uh Hen-
0: Henrik uh, Hab- uh I'm surprised you have him at 16th you like this guy Brian you always you have good I mean you think this guy's going to the games next year right
2: out of Europe it's going to be tight it is
1: he has the ability to win certain events too though every I- person, output sprints.
2: yeah every single person from this point forward has a chance to make the games next year
1: Okay, okay. If the cards hit right.
2: Where do you have, Henrik? 12. Okay, so a little higher than me. And I think that's perfectly fair. Based on his performances historically, having him ahead of a few guys that I'm about to have here makes sense. I'm just expecting some guys to maybe outperform their past performances.
1: You do know the event, so, I mean, that can
0: lead it one way or the other. How many more times do you think John's going to say that during the show? I think it's important to say. Two more times? Five more times. Okay. Number 15. Number 15. I only say that because of his, who he picked for a third. Or since we're ro- – probably viewers change every 15 minutes, so it's good that you say that. Number 15, Cole Grishaber. Greasehaber. 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 I, I trip on this dude's physique. I just trip on this dude.
2: He's John, like part muscle man, part baby Huey. Have- what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Everyone I have- from here on out, I want to know where John is. I have Cole fourteen. Okay. similar.
0: Uh, 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 something's not fully matured about Cole. Let me see this guy's Instagram.
2: Just so pe- while he's pulling that up, Cole's, uh, he's still trading with the Proven Crew. He's, and he's very, you know, he's very deliberate about when he chooses to compete. From a young age, he's already doing Something that I think is very wise, which is basically one competition per off season, and then trying to you know improve upon his previous game season performance. He was able to do that last year. I think he's probably setting himself up to do it this year. But because he does that, we don't get to see him too often. He's not a very loud person in general. He's very private, disciplined, hardworking. I think that a big um, a big hurdle for him has been his mental uh, his mental game during competition. And this will be a good competition for him to test that because he'll probably have some good workouts and I'll have some where he'll get a little bit exposed against a very high caliber, uh, men's field. He's a very
1: good deadlifter too. If any deadlift workout comes in, he could be, he could, I don't know if he he looks like,
0: yeah, he does look like a strong deadlifter. That's maybe that's what I'm tripping on. He looks like a, uh, like a, like a power lifter. I mean, he kisses girls. That's cool. But there's something about him that just makes me think like he's like James Sprague two years ago or something you guys know what i'm talking about oh shit no. that's a good picture of him that fuck
2: wow cole's i mean look cole's a beast um look at these legs on him it's it's hard you know the like men's field is very deep and very talented
0: uh, how tall is this
2: dude at least six feet maybe six one
0: and i uh, i see the photo credits proven so he's over under shane or over there at proven
2: uh, yeah, I don't think he would say that Shane's his primary coach, but he's he's training at Proven. Yeah,
0: he's six foot two oh six. Well, he doesn't look underdeveloped in that picture <laughs> or this one. All right, keep my mouth shut about him. Is that Matt O'Keefe on the left there? Who's that? Matt O'Keefe's the twin. Upshaw,
2: <clears throat> and then the right is Nick Johnston. Those are uh, those are two of the other uh, coaches at Proven. I would say that. I don't know their full coaching staff, but in my mind, it was uh, Shane and then these two guys.
0: Is that dude? That dude in the red that kind of looks like uh, Matt O'Keefe a little,
2: right there.
1: Mm. He kind of oh, looks like Dex Hopkins.
2: Right. It's weird when I know both of them that it's like a. I
0: okay, guess. so here, here you can kind of see how big Cole is. There Nick next to James Sprague, Emma Carey, uh, Tudor Magda, and uh, which one of those guys is Nate Ackerman?
2: Nate, man,
0: I can't
1: On the gray shorts.
2: No, oh. I think Nate is on the very far side, next to the guy in red, next to Torres. I think that's him. This has got this has got to be from a couple of years ago. No? Are you
0: sure? One hundred and seven weeks ago, two years ago. Yeah. The guy in the gray shorts looks like he might have a hole in his stomach, or that's just like a smudge of dirt on
2: him. I don't know what that
0: is.
1: I mean, if that's Nate Ackerman, I'm going to have to drop him a couple spots.
0: i
2: mean, I guess some, someone in the comments saying he's no longer with proven <laughs> seven. So I apologize if that's not the case.
0: It happens. It happens. These guys are these guys are switching. These guys are switching so much. Okay. Thank you, uh, Caleb, for letting Maybe me. Maybe that person could tell us where he is. Man, the controls. Uh, Matt Poolin. Matt Poulin, a name I'm always hearing, but I I, I still don't know what
2: the hell. Where'd you going put him, John?
1: I have this guy eleventh. He's uh he's part of Brute. He uh was in a game spot last last year until the last event, and then he um it slipped it slipped by him in the last event. He's not the strongest guy, and I think the last event was uh heavy cleans or snap or snatches. It was heavy squad snatches at Mac, I believe, and um he got That's passed up. Cap. Syndicate. Syndicate, syndicate. And he got passed up in the last <laughs> event.
2: By Will Morad. Yeah, um, Will
1: Morad's historic uh, event.
2: in very similar to Oyana Moya last year at Wadapalooza. I wrote about him in that same article. He was, I think, in a position to finish about somewhere between 8th and 12th. And just for a point of reference, those places were occupied by Spencer Saxon, Scott Panchik, Taylor Self, and J- Jason Hopper. And he was in the conversation with those athletes at Wadapalooza last year before having to withdraw with injury. I feel like John nailed it on the head here. This guy has been like very close to knocking through it and making a name for himself. And just something happens, a little injury, the the, the, word, the bad movement at the wrong time. That's preventing him from getting maybe the recognition he deserves. Very high level of fitness. Uh, I think he was second or third place on the rowing, swing, running workout last year. Um, along with like James Bragg and Taylor self was up there in that conversation. So uh, pretty good on a lot of different stuff. Hopefully, can just string together like a full competition.
1: His Uh, engine is elite. He just doesn't have. He's not the strongest.
2: You know, I
0: this is just completely talking out of my ass. But I'm getting this vibe from him that he's not a full time athlete. That he's just a guy who's just super duper into fitness and just happens to be shoulders uh, above the rest. Lover of Yahweh, seeker of the truth. I'm just getting this vibe from him that's like he's just a just a cool dude who just trains his ass off in the gym and the games of he stumbled upon the games. Maybe I'm wrong. You know anything about his training, Brian?
2: John's right. I think he's been addressing um, his strength and particularly his strength overhead, and he seems very confident. He always seems confident, presents himself confident. But uh, like like we said, he has a good base to build upon, and if he has shored up some of those. Things that he believes are holding him back. He's he is very, very fit.
0: Uh, looks like he has his uh, he has an NBA. Yeah, interesting. Okay, keep hearing his name. Good to finally uh, see you. He's face. the kind of
2: guy that like in 2013 14, he would have just made the games, right? But now it's a lot harder, and so he's, he's exceptionally fit, but it's, it's just that much more difficult.
0: Uh, Anola Kai, I'm trying to get uh, Anola on the show. Um, I think he's scheduled for one.
2: Is he? I know we were trying to. We got an invite. Right,
1: we disagree on this one, Brian. Where'd you put him? I have him 18th.
2: Yeah, I mean, on Yol, you know, he um second place in Madrid. There's now and there have been some, you know, controversies about his movement quality and some of those things, but that's not real it's really nothing he can do. If he goes out there and competes and is moving and the judges are giving credit for the reps, we've talked about this over and over again. You're not gonna change anything. What country? Spain. He's one of those guys from that training culture that we've been talking about. Uh, and then he came and he got sixth place in Dubai, including beating guys like Luka Jukic, Guillaume Briand, Yorgos Kervis. Um, and you see, I have him here very close to Guillaume Briand. So I'm, he's basically come out of nowhere. I mean, uh, this past, this off season, and I'm already elevating him into the conversation of, of having the chance to make it to the games out of Europe. Is he going team? Oh, he will be on a team at Waterpools also. Yeah. Yeah. He's competing with those guys from the training culture team, Alex and Pablo.
0: Okay. Uh Brian, they, they
2: were the top qualifier.
1: He's, a, oh, he's really? very tall. He's like 6'2, but he's got a really good engine.
0: Uh y- uh you said that his team had the top qualifier?
2: They were the top qualifying team, yeah. Oh, that's cool.
0: Uh were any of the teams allowed to come on invite or all teams had to qualify?
2: Uh no, the several teams were able to be invited.
0: And it's based on some criteria like two games athletes or something, right?
2: Yeah, there's a bunch of different criteria, but I think even if you were top, if your team was top ten at the games, and you have both athletes on your team, then you could add anyone else to it and, and it automatically show up.
0: Uh, Brian Guillaume, uh, I just remember him, France, uh, uh, France, and uh, supposed to be a good swimmer, but didn't win the swim event.
1: <clears throat> no, but
2: that was heavily favored to. Is he though? Uh, Guillaume pretty good. Again, he just competed in Dubai. Good, really good upper body pulling. Some uh, not good still- enough. Not Skiing
1: is not upper body. Well, I guess it is. I mean, for
2: gymnastics, I'm thinking more yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just a bar, Legos rope climb, those tips. He's
1: similar to Raquel May. But really oh, good. good.
0: Their names are similar too in my mind. That's good. I like it that they're similar. Uh, Fabian Benito uh, Celis Celis Celis. A uh, uh, l- lot of fun, not bad controversy, but a lot of controversy around his. Uh, most recent win, where was
2: that at? Was that Madrid or Dubai? Dubai, Dubai. John. Where'd you put Fabian?
0: Thirteenth.
1: Okay. I know you really like this guy.
2: Well, again, as you know, uh, similarly to to Cole saber I'm the, like the biggest question mark for me is and has been his mental game in the midst of competitions when things don't go his way. How does he rebound from it? He showed, a, in my opinion, a big improvement in that regard in Dubai. Um, he was, you know, he's been kind of knocking on the door of having the possibility to make the games the last two years out of Europe. And like I said, everyone inside this top 15, I view as having the chance to, to make the games this year, including Fabian. He was that top online qualifier for this event. He was a top online qualifier for Dubai. He won the Dubai live competition. So he's having an incredible off season. I think this is the biggest and, and most difficult field he's faced yet. And I think a top 10 finish year would be a big win for him.
0: Is he going team?
2: <clears throat> no.
0: Okay, number ten, we did it! Holy cow, we're gonna finish by two fifteen, I think, two hours and fifteen minutes. Uh, number ten, Alexander Carone, the guy with the giant triceps from Canada.
1: I also have Alexander Carone.
2: And just to put it in in uh, perspective, he was second place, second place at Watapluzza last year, and we're picking him tenth. So the field is good. Uh,
0: Nick Matthew, the pride of pride, uh. Exploded onto the scene at the CrossFit Games, put on the wonderful did you show. Just, did
2: you stutter? Did I stutter? Yeah, the pride of what?
0: The pride of pride.
2: Oh, I thought uh, you going say Minnesota.
0: Um, Nick Matthew, uh, where's the crop top? Uh, had that uh, explosion kind of on the game scene, um, did the sandbag in the sandbag event, and the crowd absolutely went nuts and loves him.
2: Uh, but still, only number nine here at Waterloo's individual. I bet John has him higher. How much yeah. higher? I have him seven. Yeah, seven. and I think that's reasonable. Why, I was
1: why put down and Tudor ahead of him. <clears throat> what uh for?
2: so basically, this is like uh, when I was when I was going through for the men's side. There were um, again there was like some some tears or some drop offs, and ba- everyone on this page I actually kind of considered in a similar re- re- reign or, or grouping. Um, I don't. Lo- I don't know. I'm not that confident. I know why. I know why you did. There's someone, someone did call me out and say, Nick, there's no, there's tutors. no single unders in this
1: competition. Is that why?
2: Yeah. No, basically, <laughs> it's that I think that Tudor is getting a lot better. And I think that we got to see some instances of it at the, um, uh, Zalos games. And I think we'll get to see more impressive performances from him at Wadapalooza. But no, Nick easily, I mean, he definitely could beat those guys. Yeah
0: you I, here's here's what i think nick we're still a little unsure of because he's 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 new to the scene uh tudor uh we're uncertain of uh but this shows tremendous promise but we're uncertain of but dallin dallin's the guy if he's gonna if he says he's gonna pick you up at nine o'clock he's there at eight fifty four, and you look out your front door and he's sitting there in his car like he's consistent he's reliable we know what he's about um, we, we, we like his We not that we don't like the other guys' characters, but there's a stability in Dallin Pepper that we like. And if you have to choose between the three of them to uh, drive your kids to school, you pick Dallin
2: Pepper. Where did you put Tudor and Dallin?
1: Um, give me a second. I had a uh, Tudor is eighth, Dallin is sixth.
2: Hmm. Where'd you have Yona? So, um, uh, I have Yona ninth. So, again, the same five guys, just different order? Yeah, same
1: five guys, just different order. Um, I have down ahead of Nick, Nick Matthew as well. I just Nick, – Nick has done the best at the games, hasn't he, out of all three of those guys?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I get and he kind of
1: got lucky with the events, but still.
2: I do think the events are pretty good for him, actually, at Um I could definitely see him outperforming a ninth-place finish.
0: I think that if Dallin Pepper got stuck on the toilet, like had some explosive diarrhea, and John went out on the field and did the event for him, that eighty percent of the people wouldn't know it was John Young. And then until then the went, last
2: five minutes when everyone was done, and they're like, "What's Dallin still doing out there?"
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got to pick the right event. You pick I the
1: right think event.
0: John Young could be a total stunt double uh, for <laughs> Dallin. Uh, number six, uh, Yana uh, Koski. Um, six crazy.
1: And see, like with Yona,
0: crazy. I mean I
1: know he's still young,
0: but I is? just feel
1: I feel like he's getting passed up. Kind of like how Noah got passed up a little bit. He's still there, but I just think he's getting passed up.
0: As
2: opposed to like Scott Panchik never got passed up. He just was. But you have to look at Yonikoski's career. I mean, let's see here. 32nd at the games, tenth at the games. Withdraws from the games, ninth at the games. Wow. 37th at the games, 7th, 6th, and then 15th. So he just has this like up and, and then down year.
1: But yeah, that's not an up and down year. It's either trash or really good. And then it was yeah,
2: like, I we 15th. Yeah, think we could say the same thing for Brent Fikowski. He's, no, you know, he, this Brent Fikowski's
1: good...
2: fourth. No, no, this is a different, like this year was a different caliber of men's field. BKG was standing there after the games on the Coliseum floor going, what the fuck? This is the worst I've done since, and that's the fittest I've been. The men's field is just getting better. I don't think Yono and Yona is coming back from an injury last year yeah. and an illness during semifinals and was forced to do the last chance qualifier and therefore less preparation for the games. He's been getting better every competition that he's done.
1: Okay, but field but like this.
2: he's doing a lot of competing, and I'm not a huge fan of a lot of competing. He's done. He, he did Rogue. He did Dubai. Now he's doing Wadapalooza. There's very few athletes that do all three of those. We know Rogue was a beatdown. He did pretty well in Dubai. He took fourth. And now, you know, I think he'll still do well against this field, but the volume of competition is adding up. And if John's right that he's a little later in his career than his age should suggest, I don't know if that's the best decision.
0: I, is is Koski
2: good? Go ahead, John. Go ahead.
1: I, no, no, no. Go ahead. This, this is an afterthought.
2: Is he team? Is he going team? Yep. I think he's oh. on Nick Matthews team.
0: Okay, so he's putting some miles on it. Yeah, I remember Jana being like a potential uh, podium finisher every year, but there was always the question of his injury, some shoulder or something going on. There was something, you know, that was bugging him. Yep. Okay. Uh, come
1: out with a grand prize that we agree on, and if, like, you win Dubai, Rogue, and Waterpalooza, you get, like, a million dollars. If you went all three. That
2: would be so sick. Would it not?
1: Like, then people would show up exactly you know it would be so so Or at least the fun. person
2: who won do who wins wins the first one would
1: right well, or it'd be like a
2: just a little point system the best you know the best uh points across the no
1: street. i don't like a point system i think you have to win all three then if you lose in
2: in rogue then no one else is from rogue has any incentive to do that's the other fine
1: two. just one person gets a shot at it every year but uh if you do a point system then just i mean freaking Matt wins a million dollars. It's a free million dollars to whoever the fittest person is. You know what I mean? Um, We already know that for the most part.
0: Top five? Okay. Uh, Number five. Oh, well, this kind of explains it. I was like, how could you
2: have Janikowski at six? This is crazy. (laughs) Okay, John, you have the same five guys in the top five, but what's your order?
1: Yes. Okay. Do we want to go one by one?
0: Yeah, let's go one by one. Number five, who do you have?
2: I have Guy Malharos.
0: Uh, and Brian has Brent Fakowski.
2: Uh, Let's go through th- the top five, and then we'll talk about it.
0: Okay, number four, uh, Brian has Patrick Vellner.
2: I have Brent Fikowski.
0: Uh, number three, Brian has Guy Malheros.
1: I got Ricky Garrard.
0: Wow, okay. Number two, Brian has Roman Krennikoff.
1: I also have Roman Krennikoff.
0: <laughs> and number one, Brian has Ricky Garrard.
1: I got Patty V.
0: Wow, okay. That's kind of got to break Brian's heart, too, because I'm sure he wanted to put Patty V up there.
1: Oh, I think he's surprised I had him up there. I think he thought I'd put Roman up there.
2: I did. Yeah. <laughs> You're, but I don't know many people that are as big of a Roman fan as you are. No, a lot fair. of people are big Roman fans. That's
0: uh, what, what's the issue? W- why not have a Brent Fikowski um, win this whole thing? What, what do you see that makes Is it? <laughs> <That's> a-
2: <laughs> case in point.
0: Are there other guy, are these other guys better than uh, Fikowski or do you think that he's going to lose it himself? Do you think it's on him? He's going to make some sort of, uh,
2: because I, I find it hard to believe these guys are better than him.
1: Well, he's I, not, but the rest of them are.
2: I think Brent will, as he always does, will maximize his potential in this competition. I think he will do as well as anyone with his skill set could possibly do in this competition. But with these guys in the field and these workouts, this is the best I think you can do.
0: John, do you want to say anything about Mr. Fukowski?
1: I mean, I mean, I think the people that I have ahead of the top three for sure, uh, Ricky, Roman, and Patrick, I think are in a a tier above Fukowski. I think there's a separation there. I think I put them like they're just better. At least okay. right now, until he proves he until he proves that wrong.
0: Uh, Brian, this, this placement you have of Guy and Patrick that you have Guy ahead of Patrick, is that because you know the workouts or because you think Guy's a better, uh, CrossFitter?
2: It's because I think Guy will do better in this competition. Okay. Okay.
0: Cause I, cause uh, you don't have any concerns.
2: I I still would pick, I still would have picked Vellner ahead of Guy at Rogue. I would have picked him ahead of, I will pick him ahead of him at the games for now until I see more from Guy. But I have—I also just have this sneaky suspicion that um, we're going to see a little different version of Guy than we've seen in the past at Guadalooza. And I also think that this competition is the best of all the major competitions for him.
0: Uh, what about the fact that you're going to Mayhem after this competition? Is there any chance that you felt bad if you put Guy
2: <laughs> lower because you'd have to face him there? <laughs> him and Roman both. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Two on one. Let's go, guys.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, Rick, uh, let's talk about Ricky Garrard in first place here. So you think I keep, I, I'm nervous for Ricky because I keep thinking that he's just going to fall off, that he's just reaching an age where he's just going to fall into, you know, like where,
2: where, what you were saying about maybe Janikowski. You think yeah, Ricky's still on the a, ascent?
1: a question for you too, Ryan. Okay. Ricky.
2: Well, first of all, <clears throat> he's 28, Roman's 27, Pat's 32 and Brent's 31 and is 27. He is a 22. So he's, same age as most of these guys so 20
0: okay 22 is yeah okay and Gee is definitely significantly younger there's a big difference between yeah, 22
2: right. and 27 so yeah, 27, old 27 old 28 27 31 32 there's so i'm not worried about ricky's age he's actually right in the like the prime of the of the normal competitive years where people have their best years 26 through 28 i guess for men and uh you know, I know that Rogue was a bad competition for him, but John and I both picked him to do about that well in Rogue because we know the style of programming that shows up here. But we know the style of programming that shows up at Wadapalooza, and it's very different. And we often see guys like Cole Sager, for example, do really well at Wadapalooza and struggle at Rogue. And I think that Ricky's in line to have that similar type of an offseason. But let
1: me, let me ask you. So Ricky's a home run hitter. He's a, like his He's going to win events that are high endurance, or straight running or like all ring muscle-ups and running, like any running event or just long endurance event. Wadapalooza is only going to have one or two of those. It's not like the games where there's five of those. If you're talking straight CrossFit, Vellner's a better CrossFitter. Roman's a better CrossFitter. They're both going to beat him in all the CrossFit events where it's uh, couplets, triplets, all that type of stuff. Um, Roman will dominate him in machines. So will Velner. He's not good at machines. Like he's he's very, very good, best in the world at a particular type of workout, probably the most important workout of the games, because there's the most running at the games. That does not gonna happen here.
0: Look at listen. Look at uh, from the fantasy uh, fitness league, Tyler Watkins, um, w- which will be doing the draft tonight at five p.m. I can't believe we're doing another show.
1: Tyler, you hated on Roman until I told you he was going to be good. I said he was going to be good at the games, and you said he wasn't even going to come top ten.
2: Look he at John's got an ally, and he now. just attacked. John, John I just has don't not. think you're. I just don't think what you said is is accurate. Okay, look at, I mean, you know how difficult that this is. These are his event finishes at the games. First, second, third, fifth, seventh, first, third, tenth, seventh, seventh. Like, that's a shitload of top ten finishes. That's consistency. Who's that? his, Who is that? Vellner? That's Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Now, he had a few finishes outside of the top ten. Back nine. Not that surprising. He's not the strongest. Obviously, it's a very strong field. Jackie Pro, I was surprised how bad he did in that finishing 18th. Not sure. I'm not really actually sure what happened to him on that one, and uh, Echo Press, where he was obviously exposed, and Hat Trick, which was just a couple. He was like two seconds outside of a top ten finish. He was 12th, so he's stringing together the type of consistency at the games last season that is indicative of a Games champion in some years. It's not very much different with that one one workout exception, the 28th on Echo Press, of what Justin Maderis has done the last two years. Very consistent. Not a ton of wins, but a couple, but a lot of finishes you know, fifth through seventh that range. And then, uh, and not too bad on anything. When we see the full, full slate of workouts here, I think that you might see Ricky having a chance to win this.
1: We'll see. I just don't, I just, how's Roman swimming? How's Roman crossfitter? He's good, but he's not, I wouldn't say he's top five, but he's good.
2: He's not as good as Ricky. If you're looking at these guys in, in I don't know. I don't know how if you're looking I'm at these five remember. guys in particular for swimming, it's going to be Brent Kerkowski. and Ricky. Then it's going to be Roman then Guy and then Pat. like he's a
1: decent swimmer, I think.
2: isn't he, I think he'd be closer to Roman than Pat on swimming. Now know, Guy is a little un, uh, unknown. He did, he won the swimming workout at his semifinal. But again, in South America, it's hard to say how good of that performance it actually is.
0: Uh, Mark Moss has to be pretty high weightlifting, low gymnastics and Spiegel Spiegel's top three. I don't know, man. Well,
1: Ricky wouldn't Ricky would not be first if that was the case, Mark. Just letting you know.
2: But there's also like if weightlifting is in the competition, there's there are different kinds of of ways to test weight weightlifting. Absolutely. We know there's that there's a that there's a heavy lift, and we know that it's offset by a, a, a handstand hold. Danny Spiegel is going to probably do well on both of those things. That is an un I would say that's an unknown for Ricky. How is this? How is this clean and jerk gonna he's been getting stronger? How's it gonna hold up against this field? And the and the parallel handstand hole is a little bit of a wild card event, but I am expecting the athletes overall to do really well.
0: Oh, Roman did win the swim event at the um games. Yeah, so but was the, was the so ski. heavily dependent He, on the he is ski. the
1: greatest at the ski erg and everybody. He is the best mm. ski erg person in all of CrossFit. Hands down? Hands down, nobody's close. Hopper's second. Did you see that
2: thing they posted the other day where he was ripping on it? What was it? Like? 3,100 cows an hour. <laughs> Crazy.
1: Hot, now, Hopper Hopper is like, I think, a clear second, but Roman is above him.
0: What is uh, Wadapalooza known for um, in terms of uh, events? If, you know, Rogue's the strong event, what's Wadapalooza? <clears throat> uh,
2: what would you say, John?
1: I would say Waterpaloous is pretty well rounded. Um, they do I would say they have more gymnastics events than than Rogue does for sure, and probably Dubai, but but they're pretty well rounded usually, typically.
2: I think that the in, in what I would say, yeah, I think that's a good answer. And then they also just program fun events. Like events that are fun and flashy to watch, where the closest the races might be kind of close. You're gonna get a lot probably a lot of workouts that are six to 12 minutes long with, with maybe one that's 20 minutes and a a lifting event and a water event.
0: Uh, Can we look at that list um, one more time? Uh, Brian, is there, as you look at this, is there anything you want to change on here? Do you stick with this from yesterday?
2: Uh, Probably. I mean, just being super transparent, probably my, my biggest uh, regret is maybe putting, I would have maybe put Nick Matthew one or two spots higher. Other than that, I feel really good about
0: it. Uh, And uh, John, uh, John, tell us your top five again, starting with one.
1: Uh, top Number one, uh, Patrick Vellner. My reason for that is he's won freaking three straight times. Um, he's the reigning champion. He's very good. Like Wadapalooza, You're talking about a work – like you think Waterpalooza suits Guy. I mean, Vellner has flourished at Wadapalooza more than anybody else. Um, okay. And then Roman and then Ricky, Brent Vakowski fourth, and then Guy fifth. I had Guy sixth, but after I saw Brian put him third, I did just put him a spot higher <laughs> because I, I, thought, I was like, "Why does he have him so high?"
0: <laughs> so, do you think that uh, of these top five, who do you think is going to have the lowest placement in any workout? Brent,
1: probably Pat.
0: <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say Gee. Uh, you Guy. Think, you the think swim? You, you think it's going to be Brian? Okay, so there's something crazy that uh, there's something crazy on there. We, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get Brian in trouble, but he's just said a couple of things that
2: now, uh, I mean, if
1: you don't think it's there in the swim, Brian. <clears throat>
2: I'm actually pretty excited for the swimming workout because of, I don't
1: know how long the swim is, right? If, if
2: Velner doesn't drown, water. he has a chance. Coffee pods and wads. It's an, un, yeah, I, I love that they announced it as open water swimming. There's no fixed distance. You do know the time caps. So you can make somewhat of an inference, but hundred heavy wall balls and a 300 drag rope double unders is going to do some damage to some athletes. I think Velner will do pretty well on those two parts of it. So I actually think this could be one of his better swimming performances. Of that's, his career. that's fair.
0: That's fair. Uh, I, I, what do you think about this? What uh, Halpin is saying? I was thinking this too, by reading the comments, I don't, I don't think people, um, realize that Danny Spiegel is as well-rounded as she is. I think they look at her body, they look at her heavy lifts and they think she's just a, a strong girl, but she, she got, she's more well-rounded than I think people are giving her the, uh,
2: Well, I mean, we talk about it all the time when we, we, I mentioned the 2021 semifinals where she, you know, everyone was like, she was last on the ruck run. How can you even make the games? It's like, well, she was top five on the other six, five workouts. So she's pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, she's very where good did at we gymnastics see
1: gymnastics and she's the strongest person there?
2: And somewhere
0: we saw, we, I think at Rowe, we saw one of the run events she was exposed on, but another run event she did well at. Which one didn't she? No, that was it?
2: in at Granite Games, Minnesota mashup. I think she had a top four finish on a, and there was like a mile of running in it or something like that.
1: Is that the one with the bike too, though?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And she the, got and, bailed out
1: for the bike then. But the she didn't give away.
2: I, I just remember watching. From I was up in the in the broadcast booth, that she didn't give very much away on the run, and I was actually pretty impressed after watching her the year before give everything away on the run.
0: Uh, I refuse to acknowledge anyone with a profile or a name like that. Uh, yes, we do have a show coming up tomorrow. Thank you for asking. Oh man! All right, Logan Ewing. I I DM with you too much. I should just give you my phone number so we can text, dude. I feel bad for any of the concept two machines that are in Rowan's lane. <laughs> uh, this guy trains with uh, Roman, Rowan,
2: Roman over at. Well, I mean, uh, look, they've already announced that workout. That's a thousand meter row, 20 D ball cleans and 300 foot D ball bear hug carry. Could you pick a better workout for Roman John? It
1: is second though. I would have put it first, right? You is that Logan the first, in the
2: back right there? Got
1: that total bar thing yeah. first. And I feel like he'd probably go yeah, all but it's out like there a, and.
2: It's a four-minute time cap, I mean. I
1: know, I know. I'm just saying. I put, think it'll put more juice into him than it will Fikowski. I bet Fakowski gives him a run on that particular workout.
2: And Luke but, Parker.
1: But no, no, God, no. Get out of here <laughs> with that. Get out of here with that. Um, <laughs> I Can you answer us this? Are, uh, are there any other machines other than that?
0: Maybe. Okay, well... Is is a is, Waterpalooza, is Waterpalooza known for. I feel like I see all the machines there every year. They so got the runners.
2: Yeah, but you know, machines can show up in workouts and be irrelevant, and machines can show up in workouts and be everything. And if it's yeah. a well-programmed a sprinting workout, machine
1: event, is is what Roman's going to destroy everybody at?
2: And if it's and, if it's a well-programmed workout, the machine will play a role, but not be the deciding factor. That's my opinion about programming events with machines
1: but I don't think there's a sprinting machine workout because that would hurt Ricky and he has Ricky first. So I don't think there's a
0: sprinting one. You don't think the machine machine should be the deciding factor.
2: Is that what you said, Brian? I think it should be a contributing factor, not the deciding factor in a workout. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Danny, Um, uh, he doesn't have time for this question now, but I appreciate it. I think you've asked it like three times. Uh, I had a question for Brian who are his five favorite CrossFit coaches. Uh, maybe.
2: my um, favorite? Like my, like the ones that I'm best friends with. Or the ones that I'm uh, think are the best coaches.
0: Yeah, very we got to flush that question out. But I uh, but I appreciate the question.
2: I do think that there that there are a lot of uh, very talented coaches. That it would be a difficult list for me to make either way. Let's say that.
0: And, and there's coaches that you don't you have no idea how good they are because they just have one athlete, right? I mean, like like Rebecca Fusli, change trains in a just in uh, sure. in, a, in a silo.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think we do. have to have like. You'd have to give me a list of like a dozen that we say, okay, these are coaches that we all know and are established. And I could maybe pick, you know, five from that list or something.
0: Yeah. And, and like, how, where do you rank uh, Adam
2: Knifer? Super difficult. I mean, in terms of, yeah, yeah. yeah, incredibly
0: difficult. I mean, is he on a mountaintop by himself or is he not in the top 10? So it's like, so it would be like. Very hard question. But don't be stupid. Go to Fort Vancouver. Fort Fort Vancouver. Don't be stupid. Okay. Um. Did I pronounce his name right? Is it Neifer?
2: Or Neifer? Fernandez. Okay. We've come full circle. We're done.
0: Okay. Uh, everyone, at 5 p.m. today, we will be doing the draft. Uh, we will be using the uh, platform, uh, Tyler Watkins Fantasy Fitness League, um, and uh, it's called lawn, board, lawn Chair Leaderboarding. Maybe you should Google that, Lawn Chair Leaderboarding. Uh, check out the website. Uh, I'm not sure if there's an app for your phone yet. Um, get familiar with it. We are going to have the whole crew on. Everybody, everyone that this, this software can hold will be on tonight's show at 5. PM. Your favorite will be here. No matter who your favorite is, he will be here tonight. Are you coming tonight, John?
1: I don't think I'm on the invite list.
0: Oh shit. John didn't make, John's not on one
2: of the teams. He is on the team with, I'm on
1: the team, but they said they, uh, chase, was we can't have everybody that's on the team just
0: one person okay well john young will be an alternate you could come over to my house and sit there we could be on the same camera together
1: where do you live at san diego
0: california uh santa Santa cruz
1: santa cruz
0: um no dave castro won't be here um but uh so we'll see you at 5 p.m and then tomorrow morning we'll be starting bright and early uh same with the wonderful john young brian friend we will be doing the team's Wadapalooza competition uh Evaluations, rankings tomorrow at seven AM Pacific Standard Time, and I—I uh, th- I, I don't know if Mike Halpin is—is is on there. Is Mike Halpin coming? No, no. Sorry, not everyone. Not John Young and Mike Halpin. Everyone else. <laughs> Isn't Mike Halpin in it too? He couldn't. He, he, why is not in it? He's not in it. Okay, Halpin, he didn't make it. So. <laughs> he's just- Sorry, Mike. God damn it, son! I am screwing everything up. No, nah, no one should be hurt. It's but most. It, it, let me it, seriously. It's just a group of dorks. I think Chase is the only dude that's like a cool dude. Everyone else is just a dork. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that's Jr. Fun. used that's to be I cool, but so after well. I interviewed him,
2: Jr. is a dork too.
0: What about okay. Bill? Oh yeah, Grundler's cool.
2: The OGs cool. are cool. Everyone else is a loser. That's what Sevan said.
0: No, just we're just we're just a bunch of dorky guys. It's just we're goofballs. Okay, uh, um, we use utensils. Uh, Grunler eats with his hands. We'll see you guys uh, today at five PM Pacific Standard Time. Bye bye.